Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Tab, back to Black and White Podcast. I'm Daniel Anigro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today we are going to be dissecting the the post-mortem of uh, Juve Lyon. Fortunately, we won the game 2-1, but it wasn't enough. The uh, way goal rule screwed us, and uh, you know the ref screwed us in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think all you, all, all you guys know that as of now. Yes, we've hit the record. Yes, this is Albert. This is the famous, the famous podcast that never was. And uh, welcome to the show, man. It's Thanks, awesome. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, exactly. And um, guys, as always, please smash the subscribe, drop a like. Uh, if you listen to the podcast on YouTube, please drop a comment. Click the bell for notifications. Podcasts is on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. And uh, if, if you hit subscribe or follow on there... They're gonna show up in your in your thread of whatever podcast uh, uh, platform you use, and uh, it'll just keep you up to date, and you'll be able to uh, you know listen to them whenever they come out. Obviously, today uh, is probably gonna be the last one for this season potentially, and uh, so you know thirty I th- thought was a pretty good number to end on, and uh, we have a very special guest, very fa- very famous guest. Oh. He's been uh, everywhere so far. He's rocking it on La Panquina. Uh, he's also been on, on on Al's podcast numerous amounts of times, and uh, you know I love his takes. Um, and we go back and forth a couple times. We'll probably go back and forth a few times on here, but he's doing a lot for the community. And uh, yeah, again, w- welcome, Albert. And thanks, Dan. Obviously, uh, London, England, you call home. But uh, just to get, I mean, if you haven't, if you don't know who Juventus for life is, which is his handle on Twitter, uh, kind of give us a general, you know idea of when you became a Juve fan you don't have to go into full detail but just generally when you grew up yeah no I yeah I mean it's uh I keep saying that I remember Roman's famous quiz back in the early summer or late spring um I'm a 90s child so obviously my my love of Juve goes back to the 90s 91 90s and uh really to be honest with you it's just uh, Roberto Baggio he made me fall in love with the club um and um, you know, you you fall in what you well you fall in love with the player, but then you then fall in love with the club, and that's what happened to me. Obviously, Badger moved on, I didn't. I stayed with Juventus, and it was a good choice. Um, or else I would have ended up in Brescia at the end of the day. But uh, but uh, yeah, it, to me, yeah, that was really simple. Badger, it's my love affair with Juve. So yeah, beautiful. And uh, we'll get straight into it. I know probably last time we we got in a little bit more in depth about family and stuff like that, but there's a lot to cover. Obviously. The new season is going to be starting on September 19th. Uh, it's going to end May 23rd and then followed by the Euros after that. So it's still going to be busy. Uh, we're just under, we'll say just under or just over a month away um, from from starting. And uh, so guys, enjoy, get, get your rest, but be prepared to go back and, and start this all over again. Uh, just some pre-kind of talk. They had Cannavaro on uh, Tuto Sport. And uh, he was talking about the Scudetto, uh, deservedly won, obviously, and obviously saying that Sadi deserved to win it. He needs time to express his game, uh, style which normally is easier to be applied with semi-unknown players, but he adapted well to Juve and won, which is the most important thing. If he wins a CL, he'll be like Pep and Klopp. Now, obviously, there's kind of a gap in, from when I did my last podcast up until now. So we're going to kind of go in a timeline of, of how everything happened. Obviously, when I got the news, and th- this thread has essentially been growing uh, uh, ever since yesterday, which was crazy, as you all know. So 
Um, obviously, this was before any of the news happened. Ray Canavaro was talking to Tuto Sport. So, uh, obviously, we know what happened, the results that happened. But, um, yeah, what did you think uh, about the MVP? I got into it with some Ronaldo fans who apparently don't think the MVP is important unless yeah. Ronaldo wins it. So, you have a well, I don't understand. I don't understand why people associate the MVP to score the most goals. Are we saying that then the striker wins all the goals? What about a goalkeeper? What about a defender? Right. What about a midfielder? You know, I don't. You know, I I see MVP is a play that makes that that you know you, what what does it stand for? Most valuable player? Does he make he makes the, a valuable contribution to the team? The change of gameplay? Yes, of course. Ronaldo played well for us. Of course, he scored a lot of goals for us. But Dybala. After the, the whole, as you remember, the whole summer debacle last season where he was going off to Spurs and then Man United, and thank God he didn't do that, kind of in yeah. a strange way, kind of spurred him on to say, you know what, this is what you're going to miss out if you're going to sell me. And, and you know, this first game he was, he was playing for, for Juve, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable, you know. And uh, so, you know, most valuable player, look, I uh, personally, I, I mean, that's for the Serie A. My most valuable player for Juventus was De Ligt, right? Because... For someone to step into Kilini's shoes immediately, right, a 19-year-old, yeah. and had a rough start that he had with all the handballs that he had and all the off calls he had, to, to get that past him and then to step up. And, and remember, this is very key, and people will remember this, against the first leg against Leon, he went off injured with a head injury right. or shoulder. They scored when he was yeah. off the pitch. And then a lot of people, and then he came, and then he's come full circle, and he's only twenty. People forget he's twenty. The kid's twenty. The fact that he's learning Italian and he 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 does post match interviews in Italian, not not all the time, but he does them. He makes an effort, and he, he makes an effort to 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 blend in with the culture. And you know, to me, to me, that was my most valuable player for Juventus was Delict for this season. But but the overall with Dybala, look, I'm not going to complain. He's Juventino Dybala. I hope he understands what number ten means to the club. To the right. player, to the fans, right? Not like some other. Uh, I need to be careful here. Not some other guy like Pogba who got the number ten and just sold off after one season. And people will say, "Oh, yeah, but it's not his fault." Blah blah blah. But it doesn't matter. Dybala understands it. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Listen, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get dragged into fanboy arguments here. Right? If I think Adam Digby mentioned, well, Chile Mobile scored whatever X amount of goals, you should be it. Well, that's that's bullshit because it's not the case. Yeah. No, it's it's the most valuable, most valuable meeting the player that you need the most, and exactly. every, they, they like they like to bring up this, you know, oh well, he's got the most man of the matches, and and they like to pull up this website uh, who scored who scored dot com, yeah, 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 and transfer market, and yeah. again, I mean, it's it, it, it's all based off of goals, like yeah. really, that's who's winning the, the man of the match uh, at the end of the day. So, yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Um, I think it was duly won. Um, again, you could have thrown Immobile in there. You could have thrown a lot of players in there. Um, I think Delict is, is a good show. Well, exactly, exactly. You know, or one of the players from Atlanta who've done an absolute storming of a season. Gusson, right. sorry, right back who scored nine goals, ten goals yeah. for right back. How many yeah. assists he's done? I mean, yeah, and then yeah. and then you, and then you look at how many penalties were scored. You know, and, and, oh, and yeah. that's that's the thing, right? And and to me, in my opinion, I know this is going to sound weird, but I almost think the penalty should be, you know, like a half almost. Because if you're not winning the penalty, you only did half the work. You know, if Dybala gets gets taken down in the box and your designated uh, penalty taker is Ronaldo, 
then he's yeah. he's virtually going to get that goal, right? That's like, a fair comment. It's a fair comment. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair comment. Yeah. It's almost like uh, what stat do they have in football? They have like a half stat where like if it it, it it can be contributed to two people. I know. Okay, then it's going to get convoluted, but. I find like you got to really take that into account. It's not like he was winning every penalty that we had this year, and yeah. you know, uh, I, I think he probably maybe won a couple of those penalties. To be honest, a lot of them were handballs and and stuff like that. But yeah, again, so then going back, obviously we had Giacomo Vrioni, first player to play in in the three uh, uh, three, if you want to call it leagues, in one season. Serie yeah. C with U twenty three B with Cittadella on loan, and then uh, Serie A with Juve. Um, so hopefully we can see something out of him. Hopefully he's not just a pawn like usual. Um, Rodrigo De Paul was 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 in talks. What did you think of him as a mezzala? Uh, Thirty-five to forty billion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, guys. I, listen, I, don't, I keep saying this, right? You, you know, the midfield we've got Kuluzeski, we've got Atu. You know, I mean, we got Bentaku. Don't forget, right? And I know we need to. But we've had this. We had this kind of pre pre podcast chat, a nice pre podcast chat about this. You know, I generally don't think we need our fullback coverage. We need a number yeah. nine, right? And and every team, every team. If you look at any successful team, it has a spine, a good goalkeeper. Doesn't have to be world class, but a good goalkeeper, good middle in the middle park of defence, middle in the park, and, and a good strike up front, right? And then you build around that. Now we have Sandro. He he can't play. 50 or 40 games in a season that's just ridiculous it's just yeah. absurd and, and, and i I'm, I'm i'm you know me we're a bit bit two heads about a lot about management but i i agree with you on this one right management really got caught short on this one but a bunch of idiots right how do you think sandra would and, and look i i've called sandra out right the goal against uh was it uh, udinese he wasn't tracking back but to your point right. you can't expect him to run the full page and run back constantly every game so i get that right and, you know, and, and well, listen, I also think about complacency as well, right? If you ever got no one go, hey, listen, I'm the best, next best thing is bread, sliced bread, you know what I mean? So to me, you know, uh, you know, so he, he, he's, you know, he's a guaranteed starter. So to me, the, this guy from Udinese, he's a good player, but I don't think we need him. We need, we've got Bentacur as a registry. I think he's great. Bentacur sitting just in front of the defence. He needs to calm down a bit. You know, he's a Latina sangue. needs to calm down a little bit, especially the game against Leon. He was getting a bit feisty. And you yeah. this guy's going to get a second yellow if he's not careful. He needs to calm that game down. Apart from that, listen, that, that wasn't a penalty. Oh, actually, we'll talk about that. But Bentaku tackle was a fantastic tackle in the box. Oh, fantastic. exactly. So, exactly. To your point, the Udinese guy is a great player. He's a good player, but no, we just don't need them. We just don't yeah. need them. And I think, well, I think what we'll get to in a bit is the fact that the market, I don't think, is going to be as, as lucrative yeah. or as yeah. active as we really think it's going to be. Uh, especially with bringing, well, you, you look at who they brought in as coach, and we'll get into that in a couple of minutes, but that is telling signs of them not wanting to spend a hell of a lot of money. So, um, Let's let's continue on. Obviously, with the awards, Chesney won the best goalkeeper. What did you think about that? Deserve uh, it? Uh, I have I have I have one little tweak about Chesney. So tell me about this. You know, I've I've made this comment before, and I think he's been really solid for us. But isn't he lacking that killer? Like we need that extra save out of him every so often, and he hasn't given us. You look at the PK with with Leon. He, he's not really a goalkeeper that stops a lot of penalties for us. Even though we've had a lot more against us this year than than in previous seasons, but it seems like we're always lacking like one save. We need that one extra save from him that we don't get. Like we need we need four saves, and he only gives us the three. That's what I've yeah, noticed. I think, 
I think what the thing with Tech is game right. Tech is game right. He's a great shot stopper. He's a great shot stopper. Let, let's not forget. I mean, he's some of those saves he's done. I mean, some of the oh, last yeah. saves he's done in the. I think it was in Serie A. It was against Sampdoria where he saved the, like towards the end of the game, like a top Lazio. corner was going in. Yeah, Lazio as well. So uh, La- sorry, that was Lazio. Sorry, Lazio. Yeah. Um, my point being, he's a great shot, but what I find what he's lacking, which was a problem at Roma, which was a problem at Arsenal, the fact that he hasn't have his presence in the yeah, pitch, that's right? his presence in the box. When the corner comes in or a free kick, he doesn't have that presence. You know, you need to own it, and he doesn't do it. And now, you know, when the stadium's dead, there's no one in there. You need to hear him. I don't hear enough of him owning yeah. the situation. That goal, well, the thing with Bonucci and Teca when they had that confusion, and there was a goal. I can't even remember. I mean, how many clown or mistakes happened against Milan? But, yep. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Teka should have had that presence. I called the ball, and that's my thing, right? Or He's... sorry, no, 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 that was against that was the penalty. Uh, the PK Lazio got. Yeah, so you know that's ridiculous. You know, it's it's his presence. I find it, but listen, he's still uh, for goal t- goalkeeping terms. He's really t- he's still young for goalkeeping terms. Right. And listen, fifteen million euros, huh? Fifteen True. million euros. I mean, Chelsea spent eighty or whatever, well, not maybe yeah. eighty, but they spent a lot of money for their keeper, and he looks like he's going. So. Yeah, no, it's exactly, and I just I, I noticed even even in this game uh, that we're going to talk about, he he was a little bit indecisive in a couple yeah. moments, and yeah. and you're kind of like, yeah, like you you do miss that presence. And again, uh, I've said this multiple times, you're not going to get Buffon back. Like that's a different animal. That's uh, that's a once in a lifetime. Almost. Well, you got another one in the making at Milan, Donnarumma. You do, but. I don't. I don't know if he'll still get up to that level. I mean, Donnarumma is good, but well, there's there's lots of time to see to, the the verdict. Huh? <laughs> She's young. That's, got that's 200, what I mean. Two hundred what? Two hundred appearances ready for Milan or something stupid or no? Maybe less, but he's still got a lot of appearances. Only twenty one or twenty two, whatever he is. True, true. So we'll, so we'll wait and see what happens. Maybe that's yeah. a guy we 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 look at if uh, because so. Milan's gonna have to. Uh, Figure out what the fuck they're gonna want to do with their with their team, right? Elliot Fund, if they're gonna sell it or not, but that's for another day. Um, I think the rest of the awards are pretty straightforward. Um, De Vrij for Inter won the best defender. Uh, Papu Gomez midfielder. I kind of felt like they gave him that because he's kind of oh, yeah. more of an attacking player, but that's where he was linked into. I mean, it was well deserved. Yeah, um, and Immobile won the best striker. Uh, and then Kulusevsky, obviously, the best youngster. Uh, we've yeah. talked about that before. And I'm really looking forward to the kid. And yeah. um, I, I think he's got to be right wing. I think he's got to take... I think you just give him that spot. You you bring... You kind of switch it up with him in, in Cuadrado. And, and you play it the way we have been so far. Uh, I don't see him... can sit on the bench now. You yeah, sit well, on the bench. Enjoy your samba dancing on the bench. And I've always said this, and I'll defend to what I say, because people think he's God's gift to football. He's a good player, but I call him as a utility player. He's yeah. like a Sturaro, Padoin, Pasotto. He, you can play him as a right wing, you can play him as a right back. Clearly, right back is a bit going, but that's not his fault. But he can still play those two positions. Squadrado next season, and I pray to God, Pirlo, will put him on the bench, keep him fresh, and let Kulusevski run at defense. And when he runs out of gas, put him on. Yeah, so I hope I, I I agree with you. I think at right back he's you know defensive liability, uh, and that's just it. And you've been very kind there. Well, I've I've said it how many times, and everyone's been like rubbing him the right way for how many weeks now? For the past like six weeks, saying he's done this phenomenal job, and I mean he's done a good job. But I mean, if you're if like this is my my whole thing with with games is sit down and actually watch the game, watch the movement. Wow. 
Watch where he goes and not. Because, Watch where he passes. There's well, exactly. But don't, but don't just look at what he does in the offensive end, and then once yeah. he comes back, you like the blinders go on, and you, and you don't see exactly. anything that he, that he that he fucks up because yeah. there could have been plenty of times where goals could have gone in. That luckily we've had either Tech at the back or, or Delic, or yeah. or or some or Bonucci or someone else because there's lots of times where the wingers got around him easy, and. Yeah. You know, so we could be witnessing a different part of history if that goes, uh, if that gets put together. Now, you could say what if, but, you know, at the end of the day, those were real chances. Um, and then, again, with Dybala being, you know, on his, he was on his own personal training, um, which then they keep talking about this contract renewal that never ends. It's like, <laughs> it's like the story that never ends, my breaking friend. Breaking news. It's breaking today, news. And today, it's, he's crossed the T's. Tomorrow yeah, will be the dot in the I's. Exactly. So... You know, it was unfortunate that we didn't get to see him. What happened, obviously, during the game. Yeah. Um, that we'll kind of get into because I know Al's been pretty vocal about what he thought about him being on the pitch. Um, uh, if he was, if what the team knew or not. Um, but then again, France football, are they just trying to stir up shit with thinking that Ronaldo's going to go? What are, what are your thoughts? No, listen, listen. Uh, can I? I don't know. Is this is this family PG tips? Uh, oh uh, man, no. let it rip. It's it's it, it, it's a whole lot of bullshit to be honest. With you. Just to generate some bullshit stories, right? Uh, we are read today. Jorge Mendes is meeting with the PSG guys in Lisbon for the final. I think this is all horseshit, right? Renato, listen, Sari is gone, right? Clearly, there wasn't. Some, we'll talk, we'll touch on about Sari because that's huge, right? But clearly, something wasn't happening there, right? right. Uh, already, the chemistry. Pilos come on board. I, I honestly think, I, I generally think Agnelli's brought on Pilo to pacify things and bring the locker room back into one piece again, and uh, harmonious again. Yeah. Partly, right? If Sally was still there, okay, I could maybe 2% believe that story, but it's bullshit. Ronaldo going to France. Why would he go to France? He knows it's not the best league, right? He knows he can do, what, be like Zlatan, I'm the lion, I'm the king. Yeah, well, mate, you've been playing in the farmer's league, you know what I mean? They do the farming during the day, then they play a bit of football at night at nine o'clock. What do you expect, you know? I mean, with all due respect, right? I mean, come on, guys. I mean, you know, Ronaldo, at the end of the day, to me, I've always said this, and I stick to what I said, I stand by this. He'll stay at Juve, and more than likely, listen, he's a great player. He's a world-class player, world-class player. But he'll probably go to Inter Miami with Beckham or Los mm -hmm. Angeles, uh, LA Galaxy. And listen, conquer America in his commercial sense, you know, advertising, all that stuff. He'll be he'll be the god in America, right? A sporting, a billion-dollar player. Why not? Good lifestyle, um, the weather, food, the people, Hollywood. You know, he'll become a movie star. Who knows? Boo. Right. But go to Paris. To do what? Eat baguettes and camembert cheese and scoring goals with his eyes closed. What's the point? True, true enough, true enough. I, th I think, I mean, if they want to, I mean, I wouldn't mind. Uh, if they throw in like an Mbappe or something like that, I, nah, I come on, Daniel. Even I'll for take you, it. you know, that's crazy, man. That's crazy talk. But Mbappe I'll is take it. I'll take it. or Barcelona. Now, listen, I'll listen realistically. If it happens, Ronaldo, Mani, and Icardi. Watch there we go. Is. You heard, you heard, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, like I said, getting back to the order. Obviously, the day before uh, the game, Paratici and Nedved were at the training. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and you know they 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 saw they saw the midfield, so we knew what we were going to get into. We th I believe we played our best midfield in 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 that game against Leon. Would you say? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I mean, even though Pjanic is a funny one, that one going to Barcelona. Where's your mind? 
you know, yeah. you, you, you're set to go to Barca now. Where's your mind? But what, uh, listen, Daniel, what option do we have? No one. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that I always get back <laughs> to. And even, and actually we'll get into it now, might as well, because it's fresh on the mind. You know, we talk about this, you know, who do we have? And I know Al was very vocal about uh, Dybala even coming on. Right. Yeah. In terms of, he talked about it obviously on his podcast with Graham after the match. And I heard it, you know, a little bits and pieces when you guys did La, La Panquina. But I don't see that being as a problem. Like, I know he was like, well, don't keep Iguain on, you know, maybe bring a defender in and, and change the formation. To be honest, we're screwed either way at that point. It doesn't matter if you bring on Demiral as another and you move the guys around, maybe a five in the middle and, and two up top or or whatever the case, uh, even maybe four in the middle and, and one attacking mid and, and whoever you choose to be as your strikers. It doesn't matter. We were doomed in the, in the beginning anyways. When you look at the bench, and I believe the only guys we had left were Demiral, Muratore, and Chiellini, and I think that's about it. For 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 this game against Lyon, it's done. It doesn't matter. the The bench was screwed before the game even started. Yeah, you know, us not. Sorry. Us, no, no, us not having enough players, anyways, is that's that's just been life. You know, everybody's been talking about depth since yeah. the beginning, and there's no depth. I mean, uh, there's a handful of these guys that just need to get. They got to do whatever they have. They have to to get rid of these guys. Um, I agree. And we need to get back. We need to do a clean house. I know me and you have been been talking about it, and I really think they need to. And you know, unfortunately, you know, Ronaldo's probably getting, Ronaldo fans. Eagles are going to take the hit that it has. But I, I personally think if Juve wants to get on up to a path to success, they need to start cleaning house. And one of those will probably have to be Ronaldo next year. Uh, I just yeah, think well, Ronaldo will go probably next year. Probably go next year. I he'll think... stay with us this year. Oh yeah, I, th- I think I think it's pretty obvious. Um, One more crack at it. Yeah, exactly. He's got two years left, and then we see what what options we have. Obviously for him and and for us, right? But I think you got to start cleaning house, and you got to start but... taking you got to start taking responsibility for the mistakes you made, for the contracts you signed stupidly. And if we don't see that change, guys, then literally we're going in circles. I'll tell you right now, well, yeah, they haven't listen, learned a lesson. I'm big. I mean, I, I've made it quite clear. I'm a quite. I'm a big fan of Higuain or Higuain, Higuainito, like I like to call him. He's done well for our club, right? And the people yeah. talk about the price tag, but he's paid that price tag back, I believe. But oh, his yeah. time is up. His time is up, right? I'm the first to say that, right? Being a Higuain fan, his time is up. Um, We'll be lucky if we get five mil, maybe ten if we're lucky, even lucky. Go back to Argentina and play for for his uh, boyhood club, River Plate, and uh, you know it's 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 you know he probably go stay with his mum, you know not, who's not well. You know I can see him going going back. We probably get like a nominal fee and a couple of right. so called young players like Javier Soviola or Pablo Amar, the next Pablo Amar, which turns out to be nothing, and they get shipped off to Parma or Sassuolo. But Iguain needs to go. He's on a fat pay paycheck, right? Um, Bernadeschi, I'm so sad, you know, I am so, so sad to see the way this guy's finished. I mean, when he played for Fiorentina, he was wow. And then yeah. came to us and just, wow. No. <laughs> I mean, the game against Lyon, that shows a man who's only scored one goal in 28 games. Huh? That shows, that shows. Because a man, you know, you've got defenders marauding down in and you want to tap it in. Just bloody boot the ball in. Why do you want to just tap it in? Well, might as well just go on your knees and head it with your hair in. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, 
I was shocked. I was shocked he even got to that position, to be honest. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's, a great, it's a great run. Man. What are you doing? And then and he's like, oh, let me just tap it in. Like, you know, bang yeah. it in, man. Bang the ball in. Anyway, but Benny, Benny's going to go. You know, we're going to plus Valencia for him. We'll make a bit of profit off him as well, but he's got to go. And then you've got to look in the other part. Pjanic is gone, right? Okay. You've got yeah. Kulu, Kulu coming in, Artu coming in. Kidera. Oh, I don't know, I don't, it's, it's a waste of time talking about that guy. I, I don't understand. It is. Terminate. Uh, you know, I don't know. Matuidi signed a contract recently, reduced salary. Right, fine. He can come on. He should come on as a sub. You know, yeah. last 10 minutes, chase the ball down, chase the ball down. You know, he's great at doing that. He's a great player at doing that, but don't give him the ball. And I don't know how many times I've been on Love Bankina and me and Graham are saying, what is Matuidi doing in the box? What are you doing? Why is he there? Why is it not Ronaldo Dubai? Why is he there? So he, look, he's going to be staying, right? Bentaku, he's one of my favorite players. He's he's going to be the bedrock of Juve, hopefully. Hopefully, that Barca don't snap him up. And then the defense, Bonucci needs to be relegated to the bench, at best. At best, right? At best. Um, and really, start seeing this new relationship with Dilmeral and Delict. Really, let's see it happen. Let's see it grow, you know? And uh, yeah. But like you said, I think you're right. There's a lot of players that needs to be, you know, you know, Oh, even Costa, even Costa. And... Oh yeah, I forgot about him, Mr. Gla- Mr. Glass. He needs to go. He 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 must go. I mean, Ramsey is. I think Ramsey. You can get rid of him as well. Yeah, I, I think. Ram- listen, Ramsey. You know what though? The interesting fact about Ramsey, he hasn't played start to end full ninety under Sari, which I found astounding. Now he's not, he's made of glass, but he's not made of the same glass as Costa. And let, listen, I followed. Listen, I live in North London. I've watched Arsenal for many years. I'm not an Arsenal supporter, by the way, but I watched it again. Ramsey is when he attacks and he's, he can link up play. I tell you that even you would think, "Fuck, what a player! What a classy player!" Arsenal fans want him back now, today. Want him back, knowing his injury form. They still and want we, him back. And, we, and we've seen that, right? Like we've seen that in certain moments during the season, yes. but. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And even this last little bit, it seems like he hasn't been able to, you know, perform at that level again. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if that's just because he hasn't been, you know, if it, if it's the fitness thing, if it's the being off for that many, and then having to kind of reintegrate quickly because the games are being played so often. I don't know. Um, but I, def- I, I, I definitely don't think he's going anyway. You don't think so? No, no, no. I don't think he's going anywhere. See, I just think it's a good option when you have. A guy that you paid nothing for, and then if you could go and get like 35, 40 million. But I mean, again, it, it all depends on the numbers, right? Like we can sit in here here and say, and like you said, Iguain, you could sit here and say, okay, well, we'll get 15 million for Iguain. Oh, you got to find a buyer who wants to spend 15 uh, million. Yeah, you know. exactly. Same with, it's been the same story with Rugani, with Deshilio, with all these guys. Every story, I mean, Al says we should have taken the 25 million. I don't think anyone wanted uh, Rugani for 25 million. I think that was another story. Uh, they're all stories about, you know, at the end of the day, when the, when the names and when the, when the contracts are signed and the announcements are made, that's when I know for sure we got that price. And that's it. Yeah. I don't give yeah. a shit if they said they wanted this guy. I mean, they, PSG wanted Pjanic for 90 million the year before, if you remember correctly. Uh, well, recently, Barca wants the, the Chile for 10 mil. Well, exactly. So, I mean, until shit's done, uh, it is what it, the rumors are the rumors. Um, let's get into the young guys because there's going to be a lot of guys uh, like under 20 or even loanies that are coming back. Obviously, you have Nic- Nicolucci Cavilla from Perugia is going to be coming back. 
Uh, he's gotten some time to play there. Pellegrini, big uh, injury to him. So he didn't have a great season, but someone that we could use. You have Christian Romero from, uh, I believe, Genoa. Genoa. Uh, Perin, I guess, we ha- I guess he was on loan. I didn't even realize that. And Piazza as well. So, you know, I, I think a lot of these guys are going to be <laughs> the same old, the same narrative, you know, the the transfer market, uh, financial dopers. So, yeah, and that's just the way things are. I, I, I hate how we've gone down this path. I wish we we were smart enough to say, this is how much money we, we're, we're making every year. We're always in the green. We always have a set amount that we can spend. And we're, we've got into the situation where, we're always hell-bent on finding ways to balance the books at the end. And you just can't run a business like that. Because once you hamper yourself at the beginning, then you're always shortchanging yourself on who someone has to go. And, and that's why now, I don't know if you're hearing, but like Dybala rumors are coming up and, and, this, and Bentancourt rumors are coming up and Demiral rumors are coming up. Because we, get, we got into this vicious cycle, Albert, and... Like I said, that's why I we need to we need to remove full house. And even if we got to start trusting youth players, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I have I, no. No, I agree with you. I think I think to an extent we've got we got ourselves tied in knickers in a twist when we got all these freebies. But at what cost, you know, and for how long? And the continuation of of and how El likes to put it, you know, cut ties. We don't tend to do that with Kadir. Why do we extend? Why don't we just cut ties? End off, finished, you know. Clearly, you know, and they're talking, there's a mutual discussion about mutual consent between player and, and club. Apparently, Kadir is cutting up, but who knows, you know, who knows, you know. And listen, I mean, you know, and, and, and a lot of people say, oh, you guys are always harsh on these players. But listen, I, I have very little sympathy. You, you forget. These players are on absurd amount of money. I know. Absurd amount of money. You know, I, I have people saying to me, why are you so harsh? Well, I'll tell you why I'm so harsh, because these guys get paid to kick a piece of leather filled with air for 90 minutes. And then they go back onto their yachts and drive their Lamborghinis. Around. And then you've got genuine people who work hard, janitors, teachers, nurses, doctors, whatever, right? Hard-working people, right? And they don't get paid near as amount what, 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 what these guys get paid. So that's why I expect the best from these people. And to be honest with you, we all as kids, we grew up, we want to become footballers or whatever, right? It's a very, very tough game there, right? You are one of the best. And to me, like you said, when you've got people like Kadir picking up a big fat paycheck or, you know, doing nothing, you know, and then he's always injured. I'm like, well, what? come on, you, catch a wake up. It's time to, to, to reevaluate that. Stop with yeah. this bullshit freebie business, right? Stop it. I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, OK, you, you don't pay, you don't pay, you don't pay Arsenal 50 million for Ramsey. But yeah, but you know, you're paying X amount of millions for his salary. And you start, you know, you're talking about balancing books then. And then you think, well, then now... We are this high on our, we're very high, very high on our abilities of, of, of salary, but we were low on our transfer. Then now you're trying to do plus valences to try and equilibrate everything. It just doesn't, listen, I, look, I, you and I have clash heads on this sometimes. Unfortunately, football as a whole, not just Juventus, has become a business, right? right. No matter, I don't care what Pinko Palino on the street says, it's become a business. Now, you look at what Daniel has done in the last nine years. He's built a new stadium. We own the stadium. He's built the hotel. He's built the full-room football, a state, or like, you know, a stadium, mini stadium for them. He's got the, the J Medical into a, a super high standard, uh, the social media front, the logo, which was controversial, all this stuff. It's all a business model because what will happen is, to me, I've seen it in England, football clubs are running to the ground 
and they're getting buried, and that's it. And excuse my pun, Barry FC, for example, very old football club, <laughs> gone, buried, literally buried. So it's unfortunate. Listen, Daniel, the, the football I fell in love with, the football that I, 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 you know, when I was a kid, we, I spoke about this on a few few podcasts ago with with Roman and uh, and El and Graham, and I said to them, look. The football I fell in love with is not the football that's today. The kids that fall in, f- fall in love with football today is probably related with pro-evolution and FIFA and Mbappe and trying to get your chemistry. Yeah. And you want all these, you know, all these guys saying, oh, yeah, we should get all these players. Yeah, but hold on. Where's the money? Where do yeah. you think you can get the money from? You know, it's, you know, it's... And there was an interesting stat. I don't know if you saw that. Just before the Lyon game on the day in the morning, Juve have got have earned more revenue in Champions League than Real Madrid. And we've won zip in the last 24 years. Why? Because we're doing what Arsenal have done for the last 20 years with Arsene Wenger, 17 years ago, always in the Champions League, always progressing in the Champions League, always right. turning that money. And the management, not the manager, the shareholders, I don't care. We don't win, cha- we win the Champions League. It's a bonus. But you know what? We're there. We're making the spondulies. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. Um, you, you look at it in, in that sense. Really... Italy as a country is is not that difficult to bring in that money though because you you look at the you look at the TV re- revenue and the pie right when all these other teams all these chokers get knocked out as they usually do barring a couple of years where Roma will go to the semifinals and yeah. Napoli will go to the quarterfinal whatever barring those times we're taking the mo- the mass sorry, sorry just to correct you Napoli's never been in quarterfinals in 94 years of history of oh, Champions no? League, by okay. the way so just so well, you know they make a run to round of 16 or whatever you know you, you're splitting it a little bit until then when but majority of the time we're going to the semi-final or to the final that money is is, is all that TV money all goes to you yeah. so it's it's to me I wasn't surprised when I saw that number I mean most of the time, we're getting the, the lion's share of it, anyways. Yeah. And and like I said, the TV revenue is the biggest part of that. I mean, when you go to the, when you go into the next round, they give you what twenty million, this ten million, whatever. It's not that much money. The money you're looking for is one, the gate, and two, the TV revenue. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's about it. So I wasn't I wasn't really surprised. Yeah. To to me, you know, uh, another key thing to look at though is. You look at this uh, at Brand Finance. They did a uh, study. They looked at you know how much each brand is worth in 2020. Juve is still only in 11th uh, at 676 million. Now you might think that's a lot, and that is quite a lot of money, uh, especially in euros. But Inter at 466, Milan at 215. But I mean, it's still you still have those clubs that we're striving for, and even. Clubs that you know, I don't even think sniff uh, come close to us. You know, the the Arsenal's, the Tottenham's, the Chelsea's. You look at it in history wise. You know, even PSG, they're almost at a billion euros valuation just off of brand value. So, I think there's a long way to go uh, with the Ronaldo argument. You know, I, I like I like to poke fun. I like to bust Ronaldo fan and all these like simps fans. You know, if, if you guys see me in a conversation, okay, you might think I'm bullshitting, whatever, that's fine. But to be honest, I think I just like to poke fun. I'll bring up the most random shit. I'll lie about arguments. I'll, I'll say whatever. I just like to get people pissed off. So if you ever see me in a long thread with like a Ronaldo fan, I'm saying whatever it is to piss them off, okay? Fact or no fact. 
So that's just my little fun that I, that yeah, I like to have. But, but it's but, ironic you, you talked about the brand, though. Look at Juve's logo, right? I know you're not a fan of that, right? And you think that's a sellout. But that, to me, is a step closer to doing a partnership what PSG did with Nike. Oh, sorry, with Jordan. It's the same thing, right? But I don't, I don't see it that way because me, 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 Rocco, and uh, Ivan, we talked about this, and I'm going to release that part of the, the pre-show that, that, that we had the conversation. Um, but if you, I don't know if you know Luca on, on Real Juve Snob. I'm sure you've yeah. talked to him at some point. But he told me in his, in his podcast that, at least in Canada, right, uh, obviously he's from Laval, so... A, a, a population that's bit, one of the bigger population centers, right? Being close to Montreal. And he was saying people were coming up and asking him on the jersey now with the name on there, whose jersey is this? They didn't know. The half black, half white. Okay. It's so, okay. You could say you could say that's anecdotal. I understand. No, no, but, no, 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 no. But, 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 but know your target audience, right? Because I tell you something, right? With all due respect, and I lo- listen, I love your country. I love Canada. I- I've been there. I think it's a fantastic. Right. I think the people are fantastic. Food's great. Country is beautiful. Um, but guys, you guys not targeting Canada in your market. They're targeting the market where they've got the money to spend is Asia, China. You go to China. The guys know Juventus. I don't know about They've that. They've got superstores in Hong Kong, in Singapore, man. I don't Super know, stores. my friend. They're targeting I... Asian market. Like the banking system, everything's in Asia. Everything's Asia. The, the upcoming middle class in China is coming up. It's all about that. Look at the tours that they do. They're, with all due respect, when did they do the last tour in Canada? When did they go to Montreal or Toronto, Juventus? Oh, that would have been a while ago. But even, now, even US. Even US. Yeah, okay. US. It's not the same. No, okay, but but what I'm saying is, if you look at Man United, look at Chelsea, they all go do their preseason tour where bloody Asia, all go to Asia, Singapore, oh, Hong Kong. I and I agree, I agree. That's a big that that and Huge. I'd say North America and and Asia are the two that you have to hit. But I think I don't see Juve going to that level. Like no, you look I, at you I look you, you look at but look at but think about it like this: Chelsea didn't make their logo into a novel modern flashy logo to go to asia they still go no, to no, asia. no no i understand that but do you not notice the teams are starting to do that starting following suit deportivo uh deportivo doing it in spain deportivo and Alves have done it leads yeah, are but, doing but who's, it but who's deportivo Alves? i get it's it, the I same get logo it. okay it's not Marda, a different logo mad are looking to do the same there are things about them they changing it they won't do it i i guarantee you they won't touch that listen i look you know what juve started something in Italy that all teams are following. They started with their stadium. Because as you know, all the stadiums in Italy right, yeah. are communal owned. Right? Milan want to own their own stadium. I know San Siro, even though iconic as a football stadium, they're going to like try and do their own stadium. right? So Juve started that. What I'm saying is, with Agnelli, right, and this is, this is the thing, I, this is the one thing I stand by Agnelli, right, is the vision to go forward with, with the club. It's, if the club... You got that badge. Listen, the badge to me, when people have tattoos of the badge, I think it's silly, because because that badge's gonna change, right? It's gonna change again. It will change again, right? But my point being is that at the end of the day, he's making it look that the word Juventus is disappearing. It's disappearing. It doesn't I think have that's anymore. Wrong. 
You know, I bought I bought I bought a, 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 well, a jumper with for the next season, right? But but it was pre 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 lease, right? I managed to get it off in Asia, right? It's a genuine color, it's a copy. But anyway, but got Juventus now. It's got rid of it, right? My point being is, if you look at outside the football world, look at Starbucks. Even though I don't like their coffee, I hate what they stand for. But Starbucks, you recognize Starbucks not by the wording, but by just the little mermaid in green. That's it. Yeah. And listen, the banking system in the UK are doing the exact same thing. All the banking, so what they're doing is they usually have the name, then the logo. What they've done is now swap that around, logo, name. And then in a few years' time, name's gone, and you're left with the logo. Because we're now in a world we are visually stimulated on, on these things. These right. things, right? This is right. So Juventus, you look at digital website, Juve sign, um, all this stuff. I, I honestly think we are way ahead of other clubs. That's why I think you might not see it. I see. It. I, I generally see we are way ahead of the other clubs, way ahead Dude, of the other clubs. The reason why I don't see it is because you'll, at the end of the day, everything that you're discussing is a consumer good, in oh, yeah. a sense. It is, but that's concerned to my previous point. It's a business. It's a business it, model. It is, but Juve is. So how you get to that successful level is by winning the Champions League. So you like if if Juve wanted to do that, you change it at a level where you're winning the Champions League because your brand exposure is at its highest. <laughs> if you keep losing, if you keep losing, it doesn't. They could they could put a banana as the fucking logo, and it's not going to mean shit to anybody. I'll tell yeah, you but, right but, now. But I tell you, Daniel. But we <laughs> Champions League, we haven't won it since '96. It's been like you know twenty twenty four oh, years. And, but that's my whole point of jumping to. Chumping further than than you can, and, and that's why I think the Ronaldo move was such a mistake because we jumped further with empty pockets that we could afford, that, and that, that's that's the big problem that listen, we're running that, into now. Listen, don't get me wrong. I think you as well. When you saw Agnelli in that helicopter going to Greece, you know, come on, it was exciting. Come on, Ronaldo. Oh, I it, really... oh, I I agree. I agree. It yeah, was it, that... it was a thing, but again, you got you got to balance both sides. It's, I know, it's I know. not. I know, I agree it, with you. We, we sacrificed a lot on the salary front for players we could have maybe bought and maybe maybe, maybe done better. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. Oh, again, it's all hypothetical. I mean, we could still not win a Champions League and not have Ronaldo in the squad. I mean, that's still a possibility. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it's a guarantee that we win just because we don't sign Ronaldo and we sign better players in the midfield or we fix our midfield. Who knows? We could fix our midfield, go to the final and still lose. That's still a possibility, right? It's it's a hypothetical. But, but, but can I say something, right? Look at the logo, right? The, the J, the, the story behind it about the shield, the Scudetto, the lines, the black and white. And no matter how they pitched it and how sexy they made it look. But you could put that J logo easily on a tracksuit top, on a shoes, on so anything and nothing. It doesn't mean you, it doesn't mean, it doesn't look like you're like, I'm not saying you're a football hooligan or chat, but what I'm saying is it doesn't feel like, Actually, you don't have to be a football fan, but you're wearing it because it looks good. And that, I, I listen, I don't know what I'm saying doesn't make sense in the sense as a football fan, right? As a, my, I've been supporting the club for well over 20 years, right? Over 25, 30 years. Actually, over 30 years. My point being is that to survive in the world that we're in and the finances are getting right. stricter and that, they've got to think outside the box. Look at Man United, for example. Man United are still worth a hell of a lot, but they've won jack shit in the last five years, six years. They've won nothing. And yet they've got... I don't know how their value is still what they are. Oh, they, because they, they have they, the fan base. 
Yeah, okay, but the debt ratio is huge. The glaciers are, are, are pumping money out that club. But my point being is, okay, fine. But they but they got they've gone you know what they've done? They've gone out to Asia and pumped oh, exactly. Asia stupidly with man. They've brainwashed them with man united stuff left, right, but and see center. the thing this is what I see though, and this is the pro and you say you said it exactly. I think when you pump to Asia, that's fine. I think Juve should have gone to that. But my point is this. We, and I think Agnelli got this completely wrong, they expected that Ronaldo fans are like the people of Asia, and I don't see that being the case. If you go to Asia, they buy the merch. They buy all that stuff. Yeah. They buy the official merch. I'm not talking about China China yeah, specials. Yeah, China knockoffs, yeah, yeah. Okay. They buy our interactions. You could say we have a billion interactions, but they're not buying it on the same level. Ronaldo fans, I ask them all the time. That's my last argument. That's my last. That's the last. How many Ronaldo jerseys did you get this year? Oh, I got the. Oh, I got the first one. Oh, I got the first one. Oh, I got this year's. Yeah. I bought one home one. That's where you're bringing in your money. And at the end of the day, if you're not getting, if you go from eight million followers to forty million followers. And you're only getting half a million buying the merch. It doesn't matter how many you, you got but, on social but, media. But, but Juve are doing something very clever. And, they, and they've got what they call spinare ogni polo. There's always there's a, there's a chicken to, to defeather, right? To pluck. Where they've got these limited jerseys that they come out with every, like, in three months. But see, the thing is... Don't tell me that, that's who buys it. No, 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 not though. That last one, there's no way I was going to buy that one. I mean, if it was... I'm thinking 500 shirts. Look, they had the one with uh, China before, before the yeah. season, that Chinese written one, right? Yeah. Then they had the Super Cup in Arabic. Then they had the, the Palace Edition. Then they had the, which I think confused fuck out of everyone, the Locker Edition. What does that yeah. even mean, right? Like, it's not even it's, signed, bro. It's got, it's got the player's number size. What is that? Four. Four? 500, 2,000, at what, 250? That's a lot of money, man. They just made. They sold out. But the thing is, I don't know if they're selling out, to be honest. I think what they're doing is after like a couple days, they're pulling them and saying that's sold out. That's my honest opinion. Wow. Because if that's you looked at if one. you if you looked at the locker room edition, they did not sell out because you well, Ronaldo, fans I don't know if Ronaldo got sold out. Those did, yes. Those were gone within probably an hour or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for the other jerseys, they didn't sell out during that day. Because I don't think people aren't stupid enough to buy an uh, authentic jersey that just has the Adidas size in a nice box. What I about mean, what what about Buffon's one? When the six four eight one or the six eight, whatever oh, yeah, they want, that six, one, eight, six eight. That I one mean, probably sold a lot. I, I know I, someone. I know someone uh, quite uh, close to me that bought the last Juventus uh, Buffon black jersey. That was supposed to be his last game, and then he went back. Came. I mean, <laughs> and then he did. The, you know what? They're going to do another jersey when Buffon retires. It's going to be the most appearance in Serie A, and then another jersey of Buffon's last edition jerseys. That's two already, huh? And oh, you'll see. Sure. And this is one aimed to L. I'm sure L will be the polo to buy both, hands down. Oh, I'll be the, I'll be buying both too, man. <laughs> Jesus, no, but see, okay. But the thing is this: I agree with those limited things, but if you're trying to get on a on a, and I knew this, I knew the logo was going to trip us up. I knew this is this is going to be the sticking point. 
because <laughs> me and you like to go back and forth on it, and I, 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 I respect what you have to say. I agree to a lot of the points you make, uh, Albert, but to me, I see it as two different things, you know. Mm. And Rocco actually said it best when he came on. Juve could have done a brand, and then they could have done a footballing brand. So you have this, if you want to create a brand, that's fine. You go ahead, you make this new J logo, and you sell it like you do with Jordan, with Adidas, like kicks and stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff that the, the, the young kids, and even people who have been following Jordan and, and sneaker culture for many, many years, the Reeboks and the you know different brands, the Fila. You think about it, Fila's coming back. Kappa's coming back. You see it in stores and footlockers and stuff like that. So to me, what Juve has to do is they should have made a brand and then have a footballing. They could have modernized the logo we had before. That's not what that's not what my issue is. My issue is you went to a logo, you didn't you didn't hop, step, and jump to get to that logo. You went directly into it with no real bang. Besides the public knowing that you sold your soul. I mean, it made a little bit of a splash at the beginning. But do that after you win a Champions League. Say, this is what we're going into. This is the winning brand. This is what we're, like, this is what we're all about. Winning titles. You don't, you don't announce it in the dark and then go, oh, we're this new brand. And then, oh, a couple years later, oh, we're getting rid of the, 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 the name of the squad. I don't see that approach as being very yeah. effective. But, but, but you talk about Rocco talking about creating one brand. And what's the second part then to it? You said there are two sides to no, it. No, no. Like you, ha- you have one where you have a logo for the football, for the kits. Yeah. One that the, the, the you appease the, the old heads or the, the, the Vecchi Tifosi, whatever you want to call them, the old school people. And then you have like a brand on the side that you push where yeah. you do merch. Here's where you do. There's the mistake. Because how do the old Tifosi, how much merch do you think they buy? A lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, my friend. i tell you something. I know people who've got children who, who, who don't even follow football, and they look at the merch, at Juve's merch stuff, you know, the kind of funky colors and the, the logo. They yeah. don't know it's a football club, but they say, you know what, I really like that. I would, I would, I would like to buy it. That, my friend, is expanding into other markets. And that's to what I see it as, right? Listen, you're talking to a guy who is born and bred oh, with a stemma on tattooed right here in the heart, right? The old school. I'm old school. But yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wise enough to understand. Listen, you and me, when we can get old, the club we know today that we are kind of going back oh, that's for sure. that, it's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to be like sure. there won't be a J anymore. It'll be just like a, it'll be like a dot. You know, and then, yeah. Uh, I know that's, that's stupid. That's exaggerated. But you know what I mean? It's going to be completely, I got you, I got you. completely. Listen, this football jersey stuff, right? Which I find amusing, right? You get your first jersey. It's controversial. First jersey, second jersey, third jersey. And then you got all these limited jerseys, right? You know, and, you know, to me, it makes me laugh. To me, first jersey, home jersey, do not touch the goddamn black and white stripes. Leave them in. I don't give a shit if they look like the same every year. Just leave them in. Make them fatter, make them thinner, make them whatever. Don't give a shit. Don't touch that. Second away jersey, it needs to be either pink or blue and yellow. Blue and yellow for the color of the city, and pink is of our original color. Right. Third jersey. Do whatever. This the is what you're gonna like. Do what you want. Fucking orange stripes, tiger stripes, pink dots, blue dots. I don't give a toss. 
do it for the market do it for the chinese market do it for the american market do the garish colors i don't care go crazy go crazy but don't touch the first two don't touch the first. and then the limited stuff do it because i'm not one who buys limited jerseys so you can do your pinko palino 250 at pop palace limited edition i don't care Fuck. there's a market for it then do it and that's what i'm saying you know but Listen, you know, you see a lot of collaboration, and I, I, I agree with you. I'd love it, because I'm a Jordan fan, right? And I'd love it, I'd love it if they did something with Jordan, like what, what I accept, um, what PSG yes, have done. I love the kit, the black and gold with the Jordan. Oh, man, that's... See, the thing, the thing is, is you see it everywhere. Like, it's in stores everywhere. Like, that's, like, I see, that's where I, and I got into it with someone. it feels to an old man like me. Well, no, no, like I said, I, I, I got into it with, I can't remember who it was, but about exposure. And they're saying, well, we need, we Adidas, we're the only Italian team with Adidas. And I said, well, what does it matter? You have the Italian market in your back pocket anyways. That's not, if, if you're in the Adidas camp globally, where you have Real Madrid, Man U, and Arsenal and Bayern, that's a way tougher market to crack worldwide them being with Nike. Well, they're saying, well, Inter, you want to be on shelf space and, and this. Uh, I said, that doesn't mean anything. You're dumb. You're winning the Scudetto every year. You have the most fans in Italy. You will have no problem winning the Italian. That's You don't need exposure in the Italian market. Yeah, he has one for you. And this so will be I, I would almost rather go back to Nike because you only have to, and then you can get into something like a Jordan link up and that's what Juve needs because they've they've released about six different shoes now six different Jordan shoes different colors some may be appealing to some maybe something really but you have that other exposure and um, in America and in worldwide sneakers are king right now they are dominating the market people are reselling them people are you know buying rocking them doing it whatever uh you know it's it's how, it's a thing how about and, this how about this? Like the Italian national team sponsored and they look slick and sweet as with Emperor Armani. How about how about Juve doing a collab or as a shirt sponsor first ever with either Versace or Gucci or Dolce Cabana or Armani? Can you imagine? Can that you imagine the, the, the it completely sidestepped the entire football market and it becomes that would be change. unbelievable. But I don't see Juve doing that. I just don't. I don't. Well, I don't listen, see... you've heard this here first. Huh? If, if this that happens, Albert, I'm coming back you a to hug. me. I'm giving to give you a hug because that would be <laughs> honestly that would be sweet. But can you imagine the pre pre match kit, the training kit, the match kit, the post match? Oh my goodness! I, I, you know what? I, I'll I'll be the muppet starting to pay for that kind of money. I'll be the muppet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'll be buying those for sure at whatever price they are. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's that's true because you know that's class, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, let's let's. Well, who knows? I mean, hey, I always say this: prove me wrong. Yeah. If 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 I'm gonna call you out on it, prove me wrong. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not the type of guy to be like, no, that's not what it is. Maybe to Ronaldo fans, but to anyone else, I I have no problem saying I was wrong. You know, I was uh, on on. You look at Tech. I I think I was wrong. I've had some bad opinions about him, and I've said. He's done wonderful things, but yeah, and on multiple other things that I don't necessarily need to. I don't need to bring up every thing that I've been <laughs> wrong on, but uh, you get my point. Uh, yeah, no one's perfect, eh? We get it all wrong. Oh right? no, but, but my point is, this is how I think. 
if if Juve as a marketing brand wants to go there, and there's so many other brands that we could actually partner with that I think that would do wonders for us. Um, but I don't see our market like you look at the you look at the hashtag uh, wonderful hashtag stronger, and I mean it's just so cringe, man. And you're like, who's coming up? With, who's getting paid to come up with I, this? I, I I came up with one I thought was was pretty good, the grandioso. The G, yeah, grandioso. Exactly. That, it's like it's nine in a row. That's never been done before in over hundred years of football history in Italy. I mean, grandioso. It's, it's like they don't want to. They don't. And and again, this is what comes with the brand. They they want to get away from from the Italian language and being part yeah. of Italy and stuff like that. And that's what that's the what pisses is, me off. What pisses me off is when they say when Bonaparte says when winning, you know, the famous there's only thing yeah. that counts. We should stand by that. When I hear commentators like. Tanquere Palmermi and all these idiots saying, oh, yeah, well, that's not the right attitude to bullshit. Uh, uh, listen, yeah. t- tell me, t- honestly, anyone can pull me up on this, right? You trained for the Olympics for four, eight years, right, to win bronze. you fucking happy. Of course you have you won a medal, but for God's sake, you want to win gold. It's the ultimate prize. It's the ultimate prize to win the World Cup. Ultimate prize to, no one wants to come. Like Conte said, like he said in his interview a few weeks ago, you know, come and finishing seconds of your first losers, nothing to be proud of. So forget it. Well, it is. It is. I agree with that statement 100%. And, uh, you know, yeah. Another thing, thing, I just wanted to say very quickly when they talk about, we talk about just touch upon Allegri, and he made, and this is what I missed about Allegri's post match interviews compared to Sari, is that he explained this this, this theory about this corto muso, like horse race, right? You win it by nose, you lost it by nose. No one cares if you won it by two horse lengths or three horse lengths, you won it. By a nose, you won the race. Your name comes on the title as the winner, not yeah. or the winner by a point. So my point being is, you know, I, yeah, it's yeah, it's I can go on and on about this. Well, no, speaking of, speaking about Allegri, the thing that he he came up with all these philosophies, and then they would just never apply to him. Like well, he would talk, he would talk about you know the be, being the winner by by by. You know the the hairs oh, yeah. of hairs of a horse's nose, but then when he got into the Champions League, you uh, get smashed four one in the finals and have nothing. Yeah. And then apparently the guys are exhausted, and so that that's what I that, that's what killed me about Allegri's uh, yeah. post matches. He always had all these theories and excuses of why he could never change. Uh, listen, I, I, yeah, no, I agree, to, I agree. To I explain think... why, uh, to, to explain but, his deficiencies, Daniel. Then, it's better than fucking Sally saying, if I had to lose to a team, I wouldn't be happy to lose to a team like Napoli. My wife, oh, you and your that's, fucking team I, of Napoli. I don't disagree with that. Off, honestly. That is bullshit. Or when you say, when you say, I depend on individual brilliance. What, 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 do, you, what, what, what do you mean? No. 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 A team. There is no I in team. Right? Yeah. Ronaldo's a great player, but you need to build the team together. And this yep. is what, and that's why I missed about Allegri, but just the post-match stuff, you know. So. <laughs> and him and his head, head on head with Adani, that stupid Marda fan, footballer. I don't know if you, I don't know if you, you know him. It's the sky, yep. sky, yeah. And he always, always has a pop at Allegri. And Allegri should put him in space about educating about football, which is anyway. We'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think I was on Al's podcast when we, uh, when he had that famous uh, incident with Adani last yeah. in his last season, I believe it was. Yeah. I think that was the podcast that I was on. So we yeah. talked about that quite uh, heavily, but. Yeah. Uh, Let's get back in because again, there's still lots. Um, with in terms of you know players coming back, Mandagrora is apparently not uh, going to be that. That's not going to be exercised this year. Still an option for next year. 
Um, again, like I said, Bentancourt has been, there's been talks with Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, even uh, Man City. 50 million, I think that's not enough for, for, for someone of his not even 100. Level. I, don't, I don't care. He's untouchable. Exactly. He's unsellable for me. Talking about Pjanic, like you said, um, he talk, he says that he this was before the, the game obviously took place, but he said he already talked with the club. I'll give him my all against Lyon. Like, I didn't sign with uh, Barcelona. Juve's fans deserve to lift the UCL. Uh, we've been close many times, and we deserve it after all the criticism we got this season. But I think he had a pretty good post-game. We'll get into later, post-game uh, presser, talking about the Juve fans. And, um, you know, it's going to be unfortunate that it had to end the way it did, but um, on to brighter pastures, I guess, for him and for us with... Uh, but. This is so it's interesting because we get into before the game and Romeo Agresti is reporting that Juve management have made the decision that it, this game means nothing uh, for Saturday's future. Now you could take it both ways. You could mean that while well, they already know what they're going to do and they're going to fire him, or it means that if it doesn't matter if he loses, uh, they've already made the decision that he's staying. So um, that was kind of something to think about before the game. Um, and then it, it was found out that Cuadrado was going to be the favorite to start over Bernadeschi, um, which I thought was interesting. But we were also hoping that Dybala was going to come back into the, into the team, which, which never happened. He just went onto the bench. Um, and then the quote, which kind of stuck in my mind uh, before the game from Chesney. And he goes, there's a similar environment to last year before the return leg against Real, uh, Atletico Madrid. We can do it this year too. Without fans, will be difficult, but we're all focused and determined to advance. Cristiano is ready for another miracle. So, in my mind, is is the team really gearing up to? Is is this what they're expecting now? Is like this is going to be Ronaldo? Like, is there was there anything troubling with what you heard? With what you heard about that, Albert? Well, I think I think the interesting comment about Romeo Agresti saying about um, was it Romeo Agresti or Fabrizio Romano? I can't remember what you were saying, but it, Romeo. that comment. Romeo, I was, it was interesting because watching the last couple of nights with Momblano on TV, on, on the TG24 Calcio, they were saying that the decision was made, that he was going to get sacked regardless. So even if, you know, I'll tell you that was a pinch of salt, because if you won the Champions League, to sack a coach, that would have been hard to do, right? Even exactly. I, would have, I would have said, listen, are you stupid, man? But, but... But apparently the decision was made that he was going to sack him anyway. And it was interesting because Sadi, in his post-match interview, got directly asked a question from a reporter saying, there yep. are rumours right now that you're going to be sacked tonight. And he said, that kind of kind of discussion or that kind of question goes directly to the top. Uh, he was referring yeah. to Agnelli, right? And Agnelli said after the game, they was asked, is Sadi safe? He said, is Sadi safe to stay? He said, what? Well, he didn't say safe to He said, yes. Yeah. He didn't say anything else. He just said, yeah. So... I don't know what happened from that night or Leon's night post game to the morning of Saturday, and I completely missed all this in the afternoon while I was away. This will blow up. So uh, yeah, listen, Daniel, you and I are more, mere mortals, mere peasants. There's a lot we don't know about, right? No right. one, no tifosi on Twitterati, on Instagram, on TikTok. No one, no tifosi will know. Not even reporters would know this. There's a lot of things going on in that club we didn't know about that was happening with Sadi. Did he lose the locker room? We could see it on the pitch. Look at the look at the cooling break. Sadi didn't even come to the players. One nil yeah. down. You don't talk to the players. You don't, come on, let's do this. No, 
No, it was Buffon. What? 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 Or, or the game against Lazio, when, when we were like, Agnelli went down into the tunnel, and he's coming out fuming, and, and you see Sally like a, like a child, like getting, you know, when he got, got a bollocking, he's had that awkward smile. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, chewing out stupid butt. I'm thinking, that's weird. If you think about all these moments, and apparently he lost it against Cagliari Udinese. Those two games we, we, we lost, I think the, the, apparently it got that lost there. But I don't know. Was it Ronaldo unhappy, putting his fist on the table? I'm going. Is it him or me? You choose. Could it be that? Who knows? Ronaldo fanboys must have loved that news. Who knows? But listen, you and me, I'm not going to pretend I know it all or I'm a journalist. I don't know. But clearly, yeah. clearly, there are some fundamental issues, deeper cracks we as fans don't know about, and it's clearly showing. To, for Agnelli to completely sack Sarri off and get Peel off the bench like that, that's wow. Wow. Big balls. Big balls. Anyway. Well, yeah, ex- exactly. I, I think that that's perfect because I was just about to touch on what he like his actual press conference. Usually, you know, before Champions League games, the day before or two days before, you're getting the press conference, right? So he talked about Dybala, and they said they were going to try till the end. Um, again, they know more than we do. So at the end of the day, when you see him in the lineup, like we did, or not in the lineup but on the bench, you say, okay, maybe he's he's got sixty, seventy percent in him. Uh, but not enough to start the full game. And then he talks about his future, like he said. And he even states that it won't depend on this match. Um, I think this question is essentially calling our directors amateurish, which I don't think they are. They all have made their evaluation based on the entire season as a whole. If they decided already, if they already decided to get a new coach, tomorrow won't make any difference, nor will a victory. So I don't know if this was foreshadowing. Um like I said, I don't know if this was like kind of like a mutually understood thing between yeah. everyone in the back room. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. People saying they knew this. and not, I think, you know, journalism is a bunch of, in, at least in today's world, this journalism shit is all fucking rumors and hearing yeah. this. And some person told you this. That's so the, 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 the assistant's... Uh, uh secretary's uncle was told yeah. in, a, in a dinner the night before i don't know i don't believe uh, a lot of this bullshit that people are no. you know apparently to Montblano, guardiola is still coming at some point so he's gonna play that trump card when he comes in about five years five six years oh i was right i said he was gonna come i didn't tell you when but it happened so i'm gonna take credit for it and now everybody's yeah, was... everybody's jumping on this. Oh, look, he's right in everything. He got Ronaldo right. He got Pirlo right. I mean, the guy probably sleeps at the stadium. So within seconds of him knowing that Pirlo's going, I mean, who else is going to be the first one to know he's going to become did, the coach? But did you not find it interesting about Agnelli appointing Pirlo 10 days ago as he's under 23 coach? Uh, out of nowhere. Out of yeah. nowhere. I it's was surprised weird. with that. Happy. But surprised. I thought, okay, you maybe get the respect of young players, and then ten days later, he's now the he's the Mister. See, I don't even I don't know if they even I I think that's I don't think that was a determining factor though, because if you do that, then what's the point of announcing them, right? That's right. Like if they knew if they knew that was the case, I don't know why you would announce them in the first place. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you this. Uh, Roman made a we had a conversation today about this, right? And Roman, and this is to credit to Roman. He was saying from just uva uh, uva yeah. therapy, and he said um, it's about the badges, right? So Sapilo didn't have a badge enough for CDSC like last year, right? So he didn't have the badges to, to be officiated, oh. right? 
but because he needs to be coaching a Serie C level team. Technically, so, he's yeah. a manager of a Serie C team already. He's now been immediately promoted to. Uh, there you a, go. It's a, it's a that's clever after that's, that's That's credit to Juve therapy, though, because that Roman, was a very clever thing. I'm thinking, so, buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, to me, I, I don't know, are we going to touch about this Pilo now, or do you want to talk about that later? Or we're in it now with Pilo? No, we can, I, like, we're almost there. We're almost there. Obviously, the game happens. We win 2-1. Things don't yeah, go our way. Um, you know, Ronaldo gets his 36 goals in a single season, a record which stood for 95 years. Every, all the Ronaldo stands are happy. Um, obviously, he was the best-rated player, according to Tuto Sport and Gazzetta. Right. I, th- I think yeah. it makes sense. I mean, for me, I would have given him the highest rating anyways. Uh, so, goal, second goal was... Oh, I yeah. Was you know what pisses me off? I go, why doesn't he do this more often? No, but, 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 but Daniel, listen. And listen, and I don't know if, you're fan, if Ronaldo fanboys watches your podcast, but if you see Ronaldo, his Madrid heydays to Juventus heydays, he doesn't do any more running at plays at full tilt. He doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't cut in and strike the ball like Bamenem like is. He doesn't do that anymore. He's always, he's always trying to get the ball out wide, goes in, passes it back, passes it, and tries a little run in. But he doesn't run at plays. Is it because yeah. he's getting older? I don't know. But that strike he did, fuck. I mean, jeez. I mean, that, oh, I, thought he hit the, I, I thought he hit the side netting. I, I was just shocked. I thought he hit the side. If you, see, if you oh, watch shit. La Panquina and you see my reaction, I was like, uh, is that goal or is that a side net? I can't tell the difference. Because the ball literally spun around. I was like, yeah. wow. I was shocked. Yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was weird. I actually, I had just walked in from work uh, just a few minutes before that happened. So I was like, oh, shit, we're up 2-1 now. Like, yeah. it was great. It was, it was unbelievable. But um, obviously then the post game where all the, all the, 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 the rumors start circulating because yeah. Agnelli goes on the stand and, you know, the seal was a dream before. Now it's an objective, and going out like this is disappointing for us, for the players, and for the fans. Now we will take a few days. We will make some overall assessments, and that was it. Then in the news, I'm just gonna start reading them all. Uh, Sarri this big, Inzaghi, Mancini, Zidane, or even Pirlo, the possible, according to Tutto Sport, Inzaghi, Zidane, or even Allegri, according to Gazzetta, that was coming out through them. Um, then we get into uh, you know talking about. Sarri complaining about too long of a squad. Chan and Mandzukic are excluded from the UCL list. And then we ended up with Olivieri uh, playing the last 15 minutes. The so kind of, kind of the irony in, in that. Um, again, another, another kind of comment. This is probably the lowest point of these nine beautiful years. Too many things to be fixed. We see no way out. I don't know if this is the end of the cycle, but for sure, Agnelli's decisions in the next two to three weeks will be crucial to our destiny. Are you optimistic? That was actually from around Turin, uh, Maurizio. Then in the morning, <laughs> it all fucking kicks off. So rumors, obviously, Tutto Sport, if you saw the headline, it said Sarri out. Um, and in the morning, there's rumors all over the place. Sarri just got sacked. There's a summit taking place. Um, but And then we were hearing, well, Spalletti and Pirlo are among the... Maybe it's Pochettino's heading the, heading the, uh, the list of of probable coaches. Um, but then again, so here's some more articles. Paratici was willing to continue with Sari as there's no time for change. He could leave the club with Maurizio. That was according to Sky. Then we had um, Sari wasn't sacked only for the results, but mainly for his bad relationship with the club and part of the dressing room. 
He had some big arguments with the players after defeats in Udine Kali, like you said. And, uh, Agnelli, yes. and, and Agnelli wasn't happy for his statements about the fixture list. So that was another thing that came out. Then we get, like I said, Maurizio Pochettino was in pole position for the bench. Obviously, there was apparent contacts with the Bianconeri emissaries in recent days, according to Corriere Torino. Um, but the pay would have been 10 to 12 million, according to Gazzetta dello Sport, um, if they wanted to hire him, which is a lot of money, right? I mean, we're yeah. only paying Saturday five and a half or six million, I think it was, a season. So to jump up there and then still have to pay Saturday's wage for two years is, I, I didn't think that's what, I, that's the reason why I thought Juve wasn't going to go that route. Um, and then we talk about, like you said, Momblano, Sierra 7 had already let the club know that he would not stay if Sari was staying. He's furious, but I think he'll stay. So that was something that he said. So again, all these rumors circulating until the the inevitable um, moment where Sari was sacked. And, um, you know, to me, it was, like I said, I was surprised. I was shocked. Um, I was shocked. And I, I tell you why, because on on the night uh, when we were watching on live with the guys on La Manquina, I was thinking to myself, Sadi saved himself by the skin of his teeth, uh, you know, by the winning yeah. Serie A. I, I, listen, I said this from the beginning. Sadi had two things to do at the beginning of this. And I, st- I said this all the time. One, to deliver silverware, yeah. whatever silverware. Two, change the philosophy of football at the club. Did one, two, horrendously bad now people saying oh yeah but you've got to give a coach time you have to have the plays he needs listen Sadi sat there with at that time I can imagine the scene sitting down at a dinner table with Agnelli this is the squad yeah this is the objective this is what we need to do what do you do it yeah can you do it or not can you do it are you comfortable can you implement that he's not going to say well you know I don't have my Jorginho I don't can't play I don't have time Bullshit. You're getting paid five, six million to manage people. Fucking do the job, right? And when people told me, but Sadi needs time. All right, let's look across the city to Milan and look at Conte. Look at the impact he's had at Merda. Look at the impact he's done there, right? So don't give me that bullshit. And then yeah. give me time. There's no time. Football. And listen, unfortunately, when you come to football at levels of Juventus, when people say, bring in someone in Zaki. Now, look, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. No. Why? Yeah. He's been at Lazio a lot of years to build that team. A long time. Supercoppa win there, maybe the Coppa Italia, odd wins there. Juventus, wouldn't, you wouldn't have that pleasure of time. Gasperini, let's not forget, he went to Inter, didn't work out well, he went back to Atlanta. But took time. Right. Years, you know? Right? So, forget about those two. Pochettino, I live in North London. When we played Tottenham in Champions League, we beat them, right? And 180 minutes, Tottenham outplayed us for 180 minutes. No, sorry, outplayed us for 100, actually 180 minutes because there was extra time. We only played 10 minutes of football. And they, you know what they said, the fans? The problem with Pochettino is he can't game manage. He cannot react. He can- Listen, I live in North London. I speak to these people all the time. They're talking right. about Pochettino. He's a great guy. He went from Southampton to Tottenham. But it got to a point where... Nothing was happening. He wasn't reacting. He wasn't making the change. Just give the ball to Kane. Give the ball to Deli Ali. So why would you want another coach, just like Sari, who can't game manage the game? Right. So that's Pochettino out. And but the guy's too expensive, man. I think yeah. it's actually 17 million or 15 million he wanted. Right. So he's out the front. Okay. Then Zizou, listen, he's at Madrid. Forget it. Right. He's won the title. He's not going to go anywhere. Pep, he's got this project with Man City. 
his cycle's coming towards an end. That's where I think the sh- this kind of stopgap with Pilo's coming into play here, right? But I'll be honest with you, Pilo, I was what? Shocked. Yeah, oh yeah, me too. And I, I was like, I was okay. I was like, I'll take Pochettino right now. I kind of wanted him before uh, we signed Sarri. Um, I, 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 I do get his game management, but I think he, he's gotten to a level where he can take players um, and put a squad together. And I, I think he's smart enough to do that, like what he did at Tottenham. And really, for us, you know, with Conte, I don't, I didn't think. I was kind of joking that that was that was going to be the case. I I kind of I wish I actually to be honest I would love to see Allegri go to to Merda. I I really do. Um, I have a love hate. I have a love hate with Allegri that'll never go, ever. Um, he rubbed me the to, wrong way. Do you want to talk about Conte very quickly? Very quick, interesting fact for you to to I don't know if you know this fact, but back in 2011, Agnelli wanted Conte. But you know the entire management were against the idea, but he went with it. Yeah. Fast forward nine years later, Agnelli wants Pilo, but the management don't want him. Yeah. So even, the, even I heard the players through reading through different through different outlets, they're saying they were shocked with Pilo's appointment. Even look at Buffon's comment on Instagram saying, "Do I have to call you Mister now?" I mean, do, do, do you know where? Do you know where you're when you when you? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's ever happened to you. my lecture, right? My old lecture from university. We became we've become very good friends over the last you know X amount of years. Where does the line cross where you become right. respect being the lecturer and the student? And where does right. it become when you become friends? So, listen, I think, I, I, look, a lot of youngsters love Pilo. I love Pilo. I, I think I'm a great yeah. fan of Pilo on the pitch. But listen, I'm not a Mr. Negative. But it's very clear, as a footballer and a football manager is two different things. And I, I, I'll explain this very quickly and very ruthlessly. Wenger, Ferguson, Mourinho... Klopp, I can keep going. We're all shit footballers on the pitch. But they're not shit managers, were they? They've won a lot. Right? So what I'm saying is, it doesn't mean look at now. For every and it was, oh yeah, but look at Zidane. Yeah, but Zidane did two years at Castilla. He done yeah. two years. And that was a shock anointment to Madrid. That was a shock when yeah. he went to the and he did well, fine. But for every Zizou. Forget about Pep Guardiola. For every, because Zizou was a world-class player. For every Zizou, how many other managers have we seen, player managers, have failed? Right. I'll name you a few already, very quickly. For Milan, Sidov, gone. Pippo Inzaghi, gone. Oh. Gattuso, okay. He's, Still too right. early. Yeah, but Napoli's won the Coppa Italia, but we were dog shite anyway. But he won it, right? Okay. Mm. Look at all the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know. Massimo Odo, he became a coach. Giardino became a coach. Have we heard of him? No, of course not. You, you know, this is the Nest as a coach. People in Zagis bring Benevento back up or, up or Frozina. I don't know, one of the two, but they back up and said, yeah, Benevento, sorry. But yeah. my point being, right, Pilo is a cool guy. People say, yeah, he's cool with his suit and man, he looks suave, he's cool, he brings his persona. He knows, how to play. he knows how to play the game. But guys, it's not about, and I keep you know, and, and I don't want to be Mr. Negative here, but I'm telling you now, it's going to, two things going to happen. One, it's probably one of the most ingenious moves by nearly an entire history of Serie A football. Or two, we're fucked as a club. Simple yeah. as that. Egg on, our, egg on the face on the club, the management, the fans. I tell you, I'm getting ripped to shreds by man support, man United support, Liverpool support. They say, you don't even support you, man. They say, what's going on with your club? Well, who's, what, 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 where's Bilo come from? Another thing, Steven Gerrard, he's at Rangers. 
Yeah. Up in Scotland, they're taking the piss. He's been there for two whatever seasons, and he's done fuck all. Lampard, he's done his time at Derby. He's gone to Chelsea. All right, his hands were tied, but they finished oh, they fourth. Sm- oh, they got smashed yesterday, 7-1. Yeah, okay. They finished fourth. No cups. No. Huh? And he is a great player, Lampard. It doesn't yeah, mean... Yeah, it's difficult. It it's mean. difficult. It doesn't translate at all. I agree 100%. And that's the worrying part that I think people, you know... And there was a couple people online that were like trying to say, "Oh, Zidane didn't get that, didn't have that much uh, experience, guys. He was an assistant in the first squad. Yeah, that's the right, years. that's the, that's the right hand man of Ancelotti and Castilla. Like it's a, it's another level. You guys, you you cannot say to me that not having any experience at all is is equal to even coaching the second team, mind you, being an assistant in the first team. So. This is not the same. To me, I agree with you 100%, Albert, and I'll, I'll let you get your piece in. But I think this year, and again, again, if you want to call me negative or not, I'm going to be just as critical as I was to Allegri, as I was to Sarri, as I was to Conte, as I will be to Pirlo. I, it doesn't matter because this is the standard that we need to set to make sure that this club still wins, and that's the only important thing. When you get a guy like Pirlo that comes in, you know what's going to happen? One of two things. Like you said, it's either going to go really well or the fans are going to turn. It's going to be turning. They're going to rip this legend apart. And that was the thing that was the thing that was that that was going to hurt me the most that I thought is going to happen. Now the the club is throwing legends in between the club and the fans. fans, And that's going to fucking be that's going to be a nightmare, in my opinion. And, and the thing is, right, and I'll quote and unquote Graham, he said this eloquently, and it's fantastic. To any argument that we're going to have now, and I'm going to have a few discussions with people on Twitterati, for sure, about Pedro. So, oh, you Mr. Negative. I said, okay, fine. You buy a house, and this is quote unquote Graham, you buy a house, it needs to be electrically rewired. The entire house needs to be electrically rewired. Guy knocks on the door. Hello, it's my first day on the job. I'm an apprentice. Never done it before, but I'm going to rewire your house. Now, you're going to pay five grand or two and a half grand, whatever, to someone who's going to rewire your entire house who's never done a job before in their life. It's, that is the simple analogy to use to any argument. And yep. do not tell me, oh, yeah, but John Smith next door, he's done his first job and he did an excellent job. Yeah, yep. but John Smith got lucky maybe. But, but my point being is you can't compare Pilo to Zizou because, A, we're not Real Madrid. And, right. B, we don't have a full of superstars and, and the money that Real Madrid have. So do not compare us. To Zizou and Madrid, we are a different kettle of fish. Listen, I hope, I hope Pilo does well for us. Me I, I too. Gen- listen, but come December, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm too. Listen, I'm not, I'm not pessimistic. I'm not negative, but I, I, life has taught me uh, very simple rules. And listen, I'm not, I'm not know, know it all, but I know one thing for sure is, is life is full of, life is built on experiences. Right? You need experience in life. You make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. Everyone makes yep. mistakes. But you learn from it. And that's called experience. And with P-Law, no experience. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, t- I told the guys today, I've got this. Zero expectation of winning anything next season. Zero. I was going to ask you, I was actually going to ask you that. In the, ne Coppa Italia, in the ne Super Coppa Italia, Pinco Pellino, Bellesconi Cup, neanche la Champions League. Zero. Zero. Well, it's a big, it's, 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 a, it's a disaster waiting to happen, but it's also like a big ask. It's not it's like exciting, we're, but... 
But yeah, I know I was shocked. Like I said, I prefer, honestly, I, I would have preferred them just bite the bullet and get someone like uh, Pochettino, to be honest. I I would have rather risked that. What about Spalletti? What about Spalletti? No. Not big enough. Yeah, but, Not big enough. Sh- but, but, but Daniel, if it's a short stopgap for Pep or for Zizou, it's I a don't short think, stopgap. But I don't think it is. A, I mean, he's... Okay, so let's get into this. It's so he signed... We signed two a two-year contract, right? Two-year contract. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it being a stopgap at all. So how, uh, how, how, how is that not a stopgap when you got Sadi that was signed for two years? No, Sadi was signed for three. Oh, I thought it was two, but if it's three, fine. But still, it's short. It's not, it's not a five-year cycle, huh? No, but I think that's, that's enough for you. I think Agnelli is banking on this to be Zidane 2.0, 100%. He's banking the jet. He's banking the Decima, huh? the t- tenth title in a row. This, huh? it's big balls to do that, huh? Oh, it is big balls, but I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be another mistake that everyone's going to realize. And like I said, it's going to divide a lot of people. It's going to divide the fans. The fans are going to go against Pirlo. Trust, I, I, I already see it playing out in my head. I already have yeah, the narrative. I see the narrative rolling, and and to me, that's unfortunate. Because of what he's done for us, I mean, you know, coming in in 2011 and turning things completely around. Yeah, I just, I think it's just a poor decision. It's poor decision making. Um, and I don't even know if I want Zidane to be honest, and Guardiola. I don't even know if I want those guys, to be quite honest. Because Guardiola, we don't have the we don't have the bank. No. we don't have we Agreed. don't have the we don't have the Brinks truck lined up. Yeah. And Zidane, you know, look at this year. Zidane wasn't great this year. Let's be honest. Um, you look at what he had. He he walked in, and again, that Zidane argument, like you said perfectly, is he walked into the perfect situation. They had built up a team with him that had Cristiano at what? Now, 30, yeah, exactly. At 30 years old? 32? 20? Top four of his life. Right. So... It's a completely different argument at all. Like complete. Like we're talking night and day here. So I don't know. To me, man. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. It's with tough. Zizou, with Zizou, listen, with Zizou, I, I, I disagree with you. This right because he's won the Champions League what three times with Real Madrid. Yeah, he's won the league. So, so he's ironically he's built experience already. He has built experience. No, okay. but I'm not talking about experience. I think it's more of with Madrid. I th- I think it was more of just getting you know. The players to perform. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I agree. He, he had the superstars there to play, right? He had and he's, he's not. He wasn't really a tactical. I'm not going to say he's a tactical genius from what I've seen. I mean, he's play, his tax his tactics are pretty blah. Uh, to, to to in my opinion, I, so I don't. Would you rather have then? I don't know. I, I I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know what we want to do. We're in this position. This is this is the toughest thing for me. Is we're in this position where we're one leg in, one leg out. And we don't know which. So either you gotta strip it all, get rid of Ronaldo, may, may bring in, have a core set of players, start building again around those players, bring in a coach that wants to play a system that has the that that has the backing of the players, and you go from there, or you gotta spend a shit ton of money. And I don't see the club doing. So I don't know. I there's so many mixed messages from Agnelli, from Paratici, from them, from from the coaches. 
I don't know what this team wants to do. We want to be a brand. We don't want to be a brand. We want to win Champions League. We don't want to be as ruthless as players. We do want to be ruthless as players um, with like Dybala, but we don't want to be ruthless with Kadir. I don't know, Albert. I, I really you, don't know, my friend. We, we won't win the Champions League with Ronaldo, right? I'm telling you now. Oh, we I don't think so Champions. either. Uh, we will win the Champions League, uh, Daniel. We will win the Champions League one day when we have no one, no superstars. We will be the Leicester of the Premiership. Least expected, least expected, no expectation. And out of nowhere, like Porto, we do it. All right? No expectation. And maybe, hey, maybe with Pilo, this could be it. You know, <laughs> it could be it. No expectation, right? Like, you Who know, I, I've had I've had Milan fans texting me saying, "Hey, you guys are royally fucked." You know, good luck. Enjoy it. You know, you've had your time now. You're gonna come back to down to our level. And I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, I don't think we'll drop that down. No. But I don't think because we've got our own club, we've got our own stadium, we've got our own. You know, we, we, we're not at Milan's. Oh, we still got the players failure. to do enough. But but. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I after the Lyon game, when I finished it with the guys, I said, listen, guys, it's, strap yourselves in, boys. Strap your hairy nut ball sacks in because it's going to be a one hell of a long season next season. I'm telling you now, yeah. it's going to be awful. You're going to hear me shouting, Quadrado this, Quadrado that, Sari this, Sari that, management. What the hell is Higuain still playing? Why is it? But now Sari's gone. So, um, and I'm not one to jump on bandwagons, right? And, 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 you know, start saying, I already saw yesterday evening Pilo out was trending. I'm like, what? He's not even, he's not even fucking done. He ain't got the key to open the gate yet. You guys already want him out. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm, I'm gonna sure. say, all I'm going to say is this. I'm going to, I'm going to support him. Like yeah. I started supporting Sari. I mean, with Allegri, it was a little bit tough because I was kind of sh- even more shocked with that appointment. But I said, you know what, I'm going to give him his due. I did come around and say that. Um, Conte, I mean, really, there was no expectations at that point. We're, we're in such a shithole that really, uh, I don't think any exp- anyone expected us at that point. But no, Do you think we're in the same boat? Do you think exactly what you just said now? Do you not think we're in the same situation we were in 2011? We're, we're a little bit further because of what infrastructure we have. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry, yes. But apart from that, but I'm talking about team. team Expectation? Standing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, think, I think we have, like you said, everybody's coming for our head now. Now the, now the, the blood is in the water and the sharks are circling. Yeah. Especially with clubs that can spend, you know. Who's yeah. Inter going to get? Who, who are they going to move and who are they going to bring in? Juve... <laughs> bunch of pillocks of a fan base honestly messy for fuck's sake fuck right off Inter messy okay. and now they're going to look to ship off Ericsson he was supposed to be the saviour of this team oh, great great honestly if they, if they want to ship off Ericsson I'll take him at Juve to be quite honest fuck that I'll take that guy are you I'll a closet him. Spurs fan I'm just curious are you a closet Spurs no, fan no I've, al- I've always been I've always been in there I've, I've I watched him start out where was it where did he start he, just watching some games here and there of 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 the spurs of spurs play and then watching like euros with like denmark yeah no, I, just I, I, about pochettino a... and eric just sounds like you're a bit of a sounds like a no. spurs fan nah spurs of I, I don't like any teams in england to be the only team i really supported in england was was leicester when they went on that run because i wanted yeah, them yeah. to stick it to those motherfuckers 
Yeah, but the whole the whole country was with them, apart from Liverpool and Man United. Oh, to me more. I'm I I like Atletico. That's my that's my second, and and Falcao was my my star. I would have loved to have seen him at at Juventus for sure. Mm. That would have been amazing, uh, especially in Falcao, his prime. Yeah. Oh, that would have been unbelievable. I think, uh, yeah, fuck. If we had him in like the 2011, 2012, 2013 days. Yeah, with that ooh. midfield. Yeah. Oh my I, God! With I know. I know. Like that, oh my God! We would have. Think, I guarantee you, we would want. If you look back at that squad, the midfield we had, the defense we had, not so much the strike force. You thought all we needed in one more piece was something like a Falcao, a, a, a deadly striker. And I tell you, yeah. we would have honestly. I think we would have dominated Champions League for a couple of seasons at least. Oh, easy, easy, yeah. my friend. But uh, it, it didn't is, happen, yeah. and <laughs> we're, we're, we're stuck here, with Valente. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I said, hey, don't get me wrong. Those guys did their due and they performed yeah. when, when they needed to. But, you know, when you needed to get to that extra level, we didn't have no. we didn't have it up top. Um, let's get into this game a little bit. Um, again, I think there's really only about 10 moments that really stick out to me. Um, at the beginning of the game, the, our target, uh, what's his name? Aure? Aure? Uh, that guy, yeah, Aure. Basically, he had a volley outside the box which essentially turned into them going down the field. And, I mean, my friend, what do you think about that? Like, the biggest bottle job of a, of a pen I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah, listen, that, that, you're talking about the penalty, right? Yeah. I guess Bernard Esky blew on his back and he... And he, he listen, it's, 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 oh, listen, when you look at it like quickly, everyone's like, oh, well, that wasn't a penalty because, you know, Bentaco got the ball. He did get the ball. Listen, it's the softest penalty... But it's very soft. But he clipped his leg. He clipped his leg. You know, he clipped his leg. And and if it was, I'm not going. I'm not going to be a hypocrite because if that happened to Juve and in Champions League, I will be screaming down this TV screen like no tomorrow. So he clipped his leg and he clipped and he was going down because in fact, in fact, if you didn't see that replay before Benedeschi and you saw him when 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 Benteco got the ball, he's already falling down. You think, oh, he's a diver. He's a diver. He's diving. But then you just hit the rewind button. It's like it's the softest penalty. Like, listen, let, let, we got the penalty. I don't think that was a penalty. Pjanic no. with Manpat. That was no. A we'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get into that one. But obviously, Memphis scores on that. But no, to me, this is what it is. You got to be fair across the whole board. It's like Buffon said. You got to be psychologically in that moment as a ref. You got to know the the outcome of what you're about to do. Okay, uh, the outcome has to play a, a, a part because if you see something where the guy is tapped a little bit in a contact sport, come on, that's, there's no way that's a penalty. You know, even the Madrid one with, with Vasquez, yeah, the guy was the guy was falling down. The refs in behind him, so he yeah. doesn't see that, and you see uh, Benatia going into his back. Yeah, yeah but me, don't, don't don't do that to me, please. Don't bring up world wounds. They will that will but, stop bleeding again. Well, fair enough, fair enough. But my point is, when you go to look, and now you have VAR. So now there's no excuses. Yeah, but that's uh, the point. That's the point. So a little touch here and there, you can't be calling that. that no, that's listen, where, Daniel, that's I, I, listen, I, look, I, I wish I could. Honestly, I wish I'm I not, could. I'm not saying that's why we're out. I'm just saying. No, no I know. I know what you're saying. But, like but, 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 but uh, look, I, I wish I can agree with you. But my, my, my football so-called morals is... I asked this question. If it happened to Juve, 
it got tapped like that, I would be screaming. So you would, but we don't get the we don't get those. No, like I know that, we that's don't. I know, I know, I know. We never get them. We never get them. I know. We never get them. But then, you know, you look at the then you will talk about it. But then we get a penalty for the most stupidest. Wow. And and to me. That was that's what you call in hockey, and that's what I'm gonna call now an even up call because yeah, the well, ref knew he made yeah. a, the ref knew he made a mistake, and now he's forced because we're making it. Obviously, Pjanic made a, uh, a meal out of it. Yeah. Um, well, he, he basically was shouting for the handball, but um, again, not, not, like you said, 19th minute, Bernard Heskey makes a run from oh, I don't know where yeah. the fuck I don't know where the fuck that came from. Fakes the keeper, walks past him. But somehow does not slot into the empty net. Unreal! I couldn't believe I was what I was watching. But yeah, uh, but that that but that one I mentioned to you before is a man that shows that's only scored oh, yeah. one goal exactly. in twenty-eight games. Exactly. Then thirty-eighth um, minute, Bentoncourt is just cleaned out. Like yeah. I'm talking about. I'm surprised it was only a yellow card, but just cleans gets cleaned out by the uh, Lyon player. And guess who's going to be taking the the free kick, CR7, and again, another smash against the wall. Um, <laughs> then in the 40th minute, just two minutes later, we got Ronaldo getting fouled, um, which then Pjanic gets to step up and take that free kick. And, you know, he hits the ball, and it kind of deflects weird, and you're kind of like, okay, that was not that great of a, a free kick. But you see him reacting, right? And then, you know, the camera zooms in and, okay, what's going on? A yellow card comes out and you're like, okay, what the fuck just happened? Um, they show the replay. And I could understand if Memphis had moved the arm, but it was after the ball had hit. So basically the ball comes in, it hits his elbow, and then, and he, moves then he moves his arm back. Uh, yeah. So, okay, if it was in reverse where the arm moved back first, then the ball... I could say that's Listen, fine. Extending. We've been we've been subject to this with the league at the beginning of the oh, season, yeah. and I keep saying this, right? It's a really Ridiculous. simple, it's a simple bloody rule. If you see the hand move towards the ball, it's a penalty. But yeah. if the guy's holding his hand to his body and the ball hits his arm, what's he supposed to bloody do? Yeah. Or if he's slide tackling, what put his arms behind his head like that? What's he supposed to do? So, you know. Uh, yeah, soft, soft. Yeah, lucky. And I think you know, like I said, I think I personally think he did it because the, he fucked up the first yeah, yeah. one, and he said, "Okay, I'm going to give him this one, even though it was BS." But anyways, Ronaldo steps up and he converts that one. Um, and then in the 59th minute, which seemed out of nowhere, I mean, we were we were pushing for chances, but out of nowhere, just outside the box, and a ph- phenomenal strike uh, yeah. by Ronaldo. Wonderful. And uh, you wonder why they call him Mr. Champions. I mean, in this game, in these certain games, he's showing up. So I, I'll give him the credit till the cows come home. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, later, you know, we got our chances. You know, Bonucci had a free header, I believe. Um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo had a free header. Unforgivable, um, that, for his level of, uh, of play. Exactly. And you know what really pissed me off is, you know, we got a free kick. I can't remember what minute it was. I didn't write it down, but... Ronaldo was on the ball. I think it was right towards the end, maybe around the 80th minute or so. I look into the box, right? There's four Juve players. And there's three Lyon defenders. And I'm thinking, please, Ronaldo, please tell me you're seeing this. Just chip it in the box. 
this is a perfect opportunity. You know, dink it over and someone gets ahead on it. Even if, let's say, there's a rebound, you have the numbers that something can happen. Yeah. What does he do? Straight to the wall. Fucking hits the wall. I'm like, as a champion, you know, as a player who's this, you know, calm under pressure, you got to notice these mismatches. And I don't know, maybe because it was getting late to the end of the game and, you know, the nerves were coming up and, you know, we have to score this goal or else we're out. But I'm just like, dude, like, it's that simple. Like, someone would have had to have noticed that. And, you know, we go out, and, and that's, that's, that's all she wrote for us, guys. Just also one point, just to back, just to back on that penalty on Benedeschi that he had. Leading up to that, Higoin was fouled. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And there's a video, there's a video of the referee moving his hand to blow for the foul. Yeah. And then put his hand down and let the play go on. Now, if he had called that foul, I tell you, this game. referee, this referee, not a single Italian team has won with this referee. And this referee got done for some sort of uh, match fixing or something in Germany. I'm thinking to myself, yeah. what the fuck? Of all teams, you have to play with us? Really? Isn't it? You know, in the games that we need, there's always some ref that we get picked that's fucking unfavorable or something. It seems, you know, like, it seems like it's every game. That pissed me off. That pissed me off than the Bernadeschi touch because he, there's actually, you can see it. He's, his arm's he going up, up. He's about to blow and he put his hand down and let play continue. And, uh, yeah. and that pissed me off because that changed the game. That one, that, I don't think Leon would have scored. Right? I don't think they would have scored in that game. We would have well, won that game 2 if, if, if you're If you're up 1-0 at that point, assuming that Ronaldo steps up and scores that penalty, now you're even Stevens. Or no, you're up. No, 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 no. You're no, no. You're even, Steven. One-one. It's going to extra time, no matter what happens after. You know what I'm saying? Like if it stays that way after extra time, and then Daniel, can I say something? I spoke to a very close friend of mine yesterday about this. Yesterday afternoon. In a way, in a strange, perverted way, I'm glad we're up because we were facing Man City. Man City would embarrass us. With De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero, the pace they have in that team, yeah. they'll rip us to pieces. Yeah, they look good. I, I, I still think, I still think they're in a game that w- that would be made scrappy. I, I think they could bottle. Uh, I, I, I truly do believe that. I'm more worried about Bayern, to be honest. No, Bayern's gonna. This is this is for Bayern to lose. Um, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't see. Even I, I think there was a possibility we get through Man City, but yeah, I, I don't see us beating Bayern. They're too complete with you. Bayern, Bayern is it's Bayern to lose, right? I, look, two teams that I think are going to the surprise. Atletico look at ease. They've got to play that uh, that team. I don't even know. Leipzig. Yeah, they'll smash. And them, they don't right? have they don't have Werner because he's yeah. going to Chelsea. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> and then they play against the winner PSG Atalanta. So listen, yep. there's a final. It's going to be Atletico, and do you know do you know that Simone has never lost. He only lost in Champions League due to Ronaldo being in the game. Yep. And now there's no more Ronaldo. So this is for Atletico yeah, to win, huh? Well, and the last time, I th- believe it was the, the the last time that Atletico won the Champions League was against uh, Bayern. Yeah. Well, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, that was their... So, that... You know, I'm hoping... You know, listen, I don't want PSG to win I this think. game. I don't, I don't want they lost to Bayern. I don't want Barca to win. I don't want Man City to win. So I don't care if it's Bayern, and I don't care. I don't actually don't want Bayern. Actually, I would like Atletico or Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, me too. But, but actually, I don't want to. You know what? I really don't want Atlanta to win, to be honest, because then we are just so much more of the joke of everybody. Yes. 
That I at, and I said this in the WhatsApp chat that we have, and I'm like, I guarantee you Atalanta is going to win the Champions League before we are. Because the way we just fuck things up and, like, the perfect opportunity. You look at this year. This year would have been a perfect opportunity. Yeah, you know, even even with how difficult it is, you know, the the the, the bracket that we have, like, you got to be going. Like, teams are not going to be, like, who knows? Bayern obviously killed Chelsea, but, you know, Chelsea really hasn't looked impressive at all. Um, anyway. It's a one-game take-all. Like, yeah, you have... Quarterfinals, one game. Semis, one game. I mean, this, this, and in Portugal, you couldn't write this even more. I know, I know. Portuguese, Ronaldo, no so like, fans. So like, Classic Juve. Win something we've got no fans to enjoy it with. So last year, we have the, like, it's, it's, in, in, this is two years in a row now because last year, Barcelona wasn't their best. Real Madrid got knocked out by Ajax. Um, Man City got bounced by Tottenham. That was later on. But we had the opportunity. To yeah. beat Ajax, go yeah. up against a team like Tottenham, and get to the finals, yeah. and then play Liverpool, and I guarantee you we beat Liverpool. I guarantee. I don't, I I don't think. I think that team. Uh, you know they had the they had the stones fall their way, and really, last year and this year are going to be the two years that I think we're going to be kicking ourselves. Mm. Over not going on to win that that damn trophy, yeah. that that apparently that apparently the last one we have is in Al's house. So hopefully yeah, he keeps yeah. that one safe. Right, like Al <laughs> says, like Al says, if they don't fucking bring it home, I'll bring it home myself. Fair play. Oh, man. that's hilarious. I don't think I've I don't think I've I ever laughed uh, that much in my <laughs> life because apparently him getting it off like a what was it like Craigslist or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or the cra- or the Craigslist of Canada, but um, yeah, that's freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the formation that we obviously played in this game? Were you su- were you surprised? I know for me personally, I th- I thought Cuadrado was going to go up top on the right wing and then put Danilo in, just because you have the opportunity late in the game to drop Cuadrado back to right back to still give you that offensive you know burst and then bring Bernardeschi in. I guess you could say you could do it either vice versa if you want to start Bernadeschi and put Cuadrado on the bench. But what what did you think? Obviously, no Dybala. Uh, yeah, no Dybala. I, listen, I think I think uh, the, the the formation so much is there's not much like you know to play with because right. where you see it's a four four three three or if it's a, if it's a a two five whatever it is, but it's a four three three with the wing backs. I don't know, but the the, the the most frustration part of that first half was the long ball bullshit to Ronaldo. This constant long ball bullshit, and Leon was pumping it back out, yeah, like 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 butter, you know. So, and this is what I was telling about. And then when 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 Sarri put Dybala on, it smelled of desperation, and he went off after twenty minutes. It was a desperate yeah. man, desperate man. He was desperate. Yeah, you know. Desperate. And, we, and, we, and we needed him. We needed him. I mean, it's unfortunate with the injury being so late, but I think that would have made the hell of a lot of the difference. Um. I think it's a completely different game if you get 100%. Well, I mean, I guess he would have started the game if he was 100% fit, right? So then uh, we're, we're talking about something completely different. But but this is but this is down where I was talking about game management that Sarri didn't, hasn't done at all, all season. You can see pumping the ball to Ronaldo, long ball, is not working. Let's change right. it up. Let's change formation. Let's maybe bring the ball onto the ground. Let Benny run with the ball. Let's, let's bring something. Let's do something. No, no, no. For a whole half, first half. 
bullshit pumping ball on ball. So the formation is irrelevant because that the tactic was just give the ball to Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. And it seemed like that's what it's been, you know, even with him getting his goal scoring, uh, yeah. breaking the record, it seemed like that's what it's been. Um, if you had to go, obviously we'll do our three up, three down. Who are your th- three worst players and three best if you have them? Don't doesn't need to be three. I think, I think there's there's a lot of players that we could put on the worst, but best. I mean, you're looking at Ronaldo. You're looking at uh, I think Bernardeschi was was fine uh, for the most part. Again, he had that opportunity, but he he didn't take advantage of it. And um, I think uh, you know Delict is really always on that list because he, he rarely puts a bad foot forward, but. Yeah, no, I can't disagree with that. But like I said, it's, you know, Rabio was looking tasty coming up to the games. You know, he was really after COVID. Yeah. He was, you know, he's, it was such a shame about the Milan game where he scored that magnificent goal and got ruined by that 10 minutes of stupidity. But, but right. that game, top, listen, top players, listen, I, only one for me, Ronaldo, because the way he scored that goal, the way he just tried to drive the team. And the rest were very mediocre, man. All five, sixes at most. Fives and sixes at most, if not less, you know, it's it's harsh. And I, I think I agree with the summaries of reports after that. Ronaldo eight and the rest fives and sixes, man. Fives and sixes. Yeah. Yeah. Even I Teka. Think... Teka with that penalty. I mean, I know you with this with a keeper the penalty, you need to stick and decide with one which way you want to go. But geez, why you know he was waiting and waiting. Couldn't he do it? Because he did he just he did a pillow. He did a pillow. You know, he yep, did a little exactly. chip. How ironic is that? Yeah, well, fuck yeah. Now you're thinking about it. Yes, that's true. That's true. But and, and then the coach, I'll give him a four and a half, if not three, because game management was not there at all yet again. Yet yeah, again. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's gone now. It doesn't matter now. Well, that's the thing, right? It's it's pretty much, you know, done and dusted. Um, now we got to move on to this new, this new era, if you want to call it. Mm. Again, there's still a lot, like, you know, the funny thing is everyone was shocked about the Pirlo, the sign, the the coaching signing, right? But I was still like, well, there's still a shit ton to do. Like, this yes. isn't it. Like, yes. we have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of stuff that needs to change. Well, we talked about this. This conversation that Pirlo probably had with Agnelli over dinner, over a nice glass of red uh, Rothschilds, right? 1922, yeah. right? That cost £25,000 a sip. Do you not think Agnelli said, listen... You're going to be Mr. Next. But this is the team. So do you think, do you not think Pilo, and I want to see what bullshit excuse people are going to say, well, Pilo didn't have the players he wanted, he didn't have the time and blah. Well, hold on. He sat down and he looked at this team and he knows what he needs. The comments about what Ronaldo needs, right? He needs service. Okay, fine. Right. Okay, that's good words, right? He said to this famous Instagram interview he had with Cannavaro over the the COVID period, he likes a 4-3-3 formation attacking football. But we're playing that already 4-3-3 and ain't working. So um, um, I'm at lost. <laughs> I'm at lost. What, what, what is it? What, well, what is that's, it? What is that's it? the thing. Who's who's coming in and who's not? And I don't have faith well, that anyone is coming in. And well, to your point about the the, the salaries and this and this, the buys, I don't think people are naive to think. Oh yeah, now my papa's gonna come. Tonelli's gonna come. This is gonna come. That gonna come. Uh, they're already they're already pumping it as uh, the 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 press is already writing it as we speak. Pirlo wants Zaniolo, Zaniolo and, and Tonali. That's the first thing I read before when I got on the. On, well, we've uh, got, got hundred mil to drop already. We've got hundred million to so, drop already. 
Well, that's the thing, and it's like, well, they didn't do it for Saturday, so what do you, what do you expect now, even after COVID, no revenue coming in for, yeah. for tickets? Where do you think they're getting this money from? Or are we oh. doing the same, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to have a big mercato right now, to be honest. You know what it's going to be, Dan? It's going to be typical Juve. We're going to stop oh, yeah. players we've never heard of. Players that come from Genova or from Udinese, you mentioned before. You're going to get Hernanes. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Some random ping pong player that we've never heard of, or we've heard of, but we didn't think. Well, really, is that the play we need now? So that's what's going to happen. Listen, mark my words. Pellegrini, he's off. Yeah, oh, I like yeah, him to stay, yeah. but he's off. So now we still need a left back, right back. There, I'm telling you now, right back. They're not going to even touch it. No. We've got Danilo, Stichilio, and we've got Quadrado. That's how they're going to see it. They don't think it's a problem, right? Let's get Milik, fucking injury prone all the time. Let's get him on board. He came last night on Nap- Napoli Barcelona and did fuck all, man. No impact player. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and what do you think about the, uh, what was it? The, um, obviously him not having any impact, but what do you think about Delic now? All of a sudden, he's going to have to get his shoulder, injur- shoulder uh, yeah, surgery. Yeah. Yeah. He's out till October. So, exactly. So now that introduces another, you know, okay, well, we have Dem- Demidal is probably going to be ha- thrown in there. But with the comments that Bonucci made, are we getting rid of Bonucci? Oh, man. Listen, listen. Look, uh, you know, we've had this conversation. Who's okay? Yes, that's how we do it, right? That's what I suggest. Unsellable to me. Okay. And when I mean unsellable, I mean you. No, no way. stupid money. Nothing, nothing. Dibala, Delict, and Bentokur, uh, and okay. Demarel. Okay, those four. Everyone else is fair game. Now, I'm not saying technically. I don't. I'm not saying Bonucci is unsellable, but we should keep him. But on the yeah. bench. On the bench. No more. I call him the twerk. Oh, he's he, he's probably going to be more than on the bench if if Delict is gone and Chiellini is well, in hundred percent, right? Well, t- but listen, the twerk merchant can stay on the bench, and we can have Demaral and Chiellini. Chiellini will be back, so we'll have Chiellini and Demaral in, and Delict. I hope, man. I hope. Yeah, Chiellini will be back, so the twerk merchant can sit his ass on the bench and shut his mouth and never, ever, ever wear the arm captain ban again. To say that the objective was met because we won the Serie A, you can shut your damn god mouth, you stupid man. Honestly. Oh. We'll get into we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, who do you? Okay, we'll get into these season awards, our own season awards. So again, oh, yeah, you yeah. said you said Delict was obviously the player of the season for you, correct? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was Dybala. Worst player of the season. Oh, there's a lot there. There's a lot. Um, Kadira. Well, yeah, but Kadira never played, so he's he a bit harsh, isn't it? Don't you think he never played? So. Um, <laughs> That, that, I that to think, me shows even more though that he was the yeah, worst. I think um, I think uh, Pjanic uh, didn't after after those two goals he scored at the beginning of the season, those two rockers of a goal yeah. disappeared. When we needed him the most, he disappeared, disappeared completely. I, I think I think Pjanic. It's a tough argument because you got to look at the way we played, right? The way we set up. You know, and like you said, Sadi wasn't a coach that was going to adapt. So when teams pressed us hard and pushed Pjanic back up to the center half, really, we had no choice. No. But for, you know what I mean? He's going to be putting the ball left and right, left and yeah, right, like left right. Lateral passing, backward passing. None of that eye, eye through the needle passing, visionary passing, like a P-Row type passing, forward thinking. No. So I, th- I, think it was t- I think it was tough because, you know, we didn't we didn't really put him in his best position 
And I know you could argue, okay, well, he, he didn't give. I mean, like I said, I've wanted I've wanted Piano Show for like two years now, so I'm actually surprised that I'm coming to a little bit of his of his defense. But I, I think tactically there was there was there could have been work uh, done to to get him closer to goal. But to be honest, yeah, I could I would agree with that. Who was your most improved? I mean, Delict is pretty obvious, but for uh, me, yeah, most improved. That's a good question, actually. I, I Bentacur. Bentancur, okay. Because Bentancur last season had a big part role in everything, right? But this season, he had to step up his game. And yeah. I thought he stepped up, you know, eloquently. He, he has to curb his stupid temper, his Latino temper, and really calm that aspect. And we were seeing that in the young game. But I think he did really well huh, this season. He stepped up big time. Yeah. How about a uh, player that surprised you? If most improved is kind of a similar question. But... Surprised me, yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, definitely one in the midfield, that's for sure. And definitely not Cuadrado. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, I know this is going to sound strange, but uh, Dybala. Oh, okay. Because 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 of the, because of the summer antics, right? And because what was happening, you know, that was easy. You know, that's easy to derail a player. But he surprised me because he, you know what? You know, he did an fu to the entire football management team of Juventus. He said, "Fuck you! I'm going to t- show you what you're going to. This is what you're missing." And he took them. He surprised me because he was. You know, obviously, I know people talking about Ronaldo coming on. He's not scoring as many goals, Dybala. But I think he was more. He's more about the game, like you're saying. Watch the game, yeah. right? Watch what he does off the ball, with the ball. Not so much about the end product. And I, I, he surprised me, to be honest. He surprised me. Uh, for me, I think Demiral was. I, I didn't think he was going to be as useful as, as what yeah, he was. But the thing is, he got injured, though. That's the problem. He, he did, but did, but did you think he was going to step in the way he did? I didn't. Um, no, but no, no, but um, like I know, I know, he, I know he did well at, at Sassuolo. The reason but... why the reason why I ruled out Dimarral is because of that horrendous injury at Roma. That's the only reason. But but if he had carried on, I think he would have been by far even probably the MVP as well for me for Juve if he had continued. I mean, when he came back, who was it against uh, Roma? Yeah, and he and he did that last ditch toe tackle. That was like fucking brilliant, Dimarral. Brilliant. Yeah. This is what we want. Regani face piece of flower pot tinker of a dickhead should never play put our jersey back on he would never do that and i'm sick and tired of this italian potential he's now what 27 i mean when are you going to give up on this guy enough anyway but yeah uh, to me it was divided because of all the antics that happened before the season he could throw the toys at the pram you know yeah best signing i mean pretty easy uh, delict yeah. um yeah. Worst signing? Who do you think was our worst pickup this year? Oh, you know, you know, it's unf- it's going to be you know because it Ramsey is unfair. It is unfair. It's unfair. It's unfair to say Ramsey because he came in, but Rabiot is unfair because Rabiot didn't play a lot of football at PSG and he was rusty and he had to take time. And after COVID, man, he looked like he looks tasty, man. So I. Uh, just for the sake of this question, I, it's I, I, with a heavy heart, Ramsey. Heavy heart with Ramsey, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to say the same. Just because, yeah, that's a heavy just heart, because right? how much time he's missed and really yeah. not not he being has, able. Like to... I told you he hasn't played a full ninety with Sadi yet, huh? How about how about your goal of the season? Oh man, I think it's for me. It's got to be DiBala against Atletico. Yeah. Like I, I don't like scoring on an angle like that. Is yes, yes, that's a swing. unreal. But, but me, it's against Marda with Dybala with Marda when he overturned the defender and just smashed the ball in. I thought, fuck, you know, I just yeah. 
I just, I, I love it. It's, it's I love tough it. because, you know, sometimes meaning means, you know, like the like yes. meaning of a goal also adds to it. So I, I definitely agree with but, that. But, but yes, as a wonder goal, that Dybala goal was, wow, sensational. Sensational. I just, I couldn't believe you put that one. I, I was just like, fuck me, did that go in I was in the so net? lucky that we had a fan literally standing with a camera with his phone there because that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, sometimes it just works out perfectly. Eh? Um but let's get into post-match comments because I think there's a lot of controversy and some like uh, interesting takes to say the least uh, before we wrap up the show here with a couple, you know, fan questions. Um, you know, you look at what what Saturday dropped, and we've mentioned a few of these already. You know, we had a great game. We gave everything. We tried everything. We believed it until the end. We got the first half in the first leg. We were disappointed, but nothing to say about the performance this evening. Expected more? I expected less, to be honest. We played a great game. If I weren't devastated by the exit, I would be delighted with the performance. I don't know where he gets these fucking one-liners. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, this is the problem, right? This is this guy needs to be, wherever club he's going to join, if it's going to be Roma, wherever he's going to join, he needs to get a media team around him because he is fucking unsurprised. <laughs> Because his background is finance. You know, you think it's someone who's a bit astute with their words, the way they talk, yeah. you know, a bit more cultured. He's a schmuck, man. Absolutely. I don't know what game he was watching. So then he goes on to say, in the Champions League, we won six, drew one, and lost one. If there was a normal, oh, Jesus. If there was a normal ranking, maybe we would be first. But unfortunately, this is the regulation. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we, if we could <laughs> score an extra goal and uh, we beat Man City, yeah, we could win the Champions League. Yeah, okay, well... I don't know. That's just donkey shit talk, man. Obviously, then they talked to, like you said, about his contract. Uh, he says, what do you want me to answer? I find that offensive, obviously, yeah. which can, uh, you have to ask the management. He also yeah. said he'd respect his contract. Um, we lost his tie at Lyon. Sure, the referee was not at the level it should be. Um, well, that's bullshit because at Lyon, we didn't have a shot on target. So don't blame the referee. Blame yourself that you didn't manage to get the team to get the fucking score a goal. We lost. Yeah. We, lo- we lost this game at Lyon. We didn't lose the game oh, last yeah. night. We lost this at Lyon. Clearly, so this game. Well, it was probably one of the most the worst game of our season, I think. Apart from Milan and apart from Sassuolo, apart from Lazio, it's twice three one down drummings. Oh gosh, you, you know. But that was the worst. That was the worst. Um, and then we get into Paratici because he had some things to say, obviously, before and on the day of uh, the sacking. Um, Sari is right. Judgments are never taken based on one match. Sari's staying, sure, but now let's focus on this game. Everything else is in the background at the moment. Ronaldo's feeling good and better than usual because tonight it's his competition. I would like to remind you that tonight Juventus has been the Italian champion for 3,000 days. That's something extraordinary. Some people forget quickly. Where do they come up with this? Honestly, like I wish I could see. You know, in Canada, I don't have. You know, I'm looking to get the the different channels, right? The Sky Italia, But I'm going to do a plug right right now. Shameless little plug for you, right? For for us, Juventus. If any of you bloody admin people, Juventus EN, are watching this bloody podcast, for God's sake, get someone who's media savvy. English-speaking media savvy because your stupid slogans of stronger, wonderful, and the shit you give to your management to say to the press is dog shite, right? And your Twitter, your Twitter memes and your Twitter responses. How can you con- listen, Dan? How on earth did Juventus congratulate Leon? Well done, well yeah. done. I mean, 
What? What? And, and listen, I, listen, I never get into politics and religion oh with God. sports, but not a single word about what happened in Beirut. But yet you want to say other bollocks and other shit. Listen, if you've entertained and watching, I've got a job. But if you want someone who's fucking savvy with their words, come to me. That's there my shameless go. plug. Come to there me. There you we'll sort, go. We'll sort this media out. One and once and for all. No, it's true. Yes. It's 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 terrible, man. Um, un- unbelievable the the decisions they make at the top or at any level to what they want to like direction they want to go. It's such a shambles. Um, like they'll go one way and then they'll go back on that and then they'll defend Ronaldo and then they'll, they they'll they'll congratulate Liverpool and then they'll say good job to Leon and then they so won't they won't talk about any events in the in the pol- and I mean that's fine like. If you don't want to get political, that's totally fine. I could understand that, but like, even a I hope the people are doing fine or this or that. It, it really does not. One of the one the of our, one of the great great Twitterati Twitter persons, uh, Goat Dibala, Z. She's she's from Lebanon, right? And they fly out to watch Turin games, right? Not all the time, yeah. but they fly. But they spend a hell of a lot of money. Fucking give some credit, and especially in in the Middle East, they've got a big Juventus supporter for North Africa, Middle East. They've got a yep. big yep. Juventus supporter for. Just show some respect for for Christ's sake, man. Honestly, but anyway, I'm not getting in a. It just yeah. pisses me off, winds me up. Whoever that media merchant is, sort your shit out, honestly. And another thing, I'm sick and tired of seeing Bonucci every after every game. We get stronger. It we we understand. <laughs> we will get better. We will group together. Shut your goddamn mouth, Bonucci. Honestly, you better off for saying nothing at all than saying that bullshit every time you lose a game or draw a stupid game. Exactly. Honestly. Obviously, then he talked on the uh, the Saturday sacking day, as I call it. Um, Pirlo decision was very natural, very Juventus. We also think about the fact that he can be predestined. He was at, he was he was as a footballer. We firmly believe that he can also be a coach. Uh, Saturday, we had already made assessments before Leon. It is not a match that decides the fate of a coach. The choice is the result of the entire season. We are in uncharted territory. No one has had a cycle like ours. We made two Champions League finals with about seven changes. Real won them by making only one. An incredible cycle. People are often much more important than the professional. Professionals can be trained. People not. Uh, they always try and get like psychological. It's just like, you know what? Just say it how it is. This is that guy. That you know, guy had But that just kills me. Just say we fucked up. We made some stupid decisions. And we're gonna fucking rectify it. Like that's all you gotta say. That's the guy had a the guy had a two barrel song shotgun at the back of his head to say all this bullshit. Because I tell you, you was on his way out as well, right? Oh, because, I, yeah. But I mean, he stayed. He stayed. It was said. It was said. Um, you know, certain accounts had told me that no, they were 100 percent certain that there's gonna be a complete rearrange uh, rearrangement with the club. And I mean. You know, Sadi's gone, yeah, but I, I think Paratici, uh, I think he saved himself because of what Agnelli's going to talk about in the, in the next part. Just to finish up, you know, last year, or the Champions League is a competition linked to moments. Last year we went out with Ajax, but we had important injuries. Okay, sure. Uh, Roma, I've been here for 10 years, and I'm feeling good. I have a great relation with others and with Agnelli. Pirlo wants to propose a game of a certain type, the one that European teams try to follow. Is his idea? We followed that. What we followed, what he told us. He was convincing. People are more important than the professional. So they're already buying into something that, like I said, 
They're buying into a dream, a pipe dream that I think is going to fucking backfire, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Then we get on to Agnelli. Uh, we might start again. Obviously, this was after the game. We must start again with renewed enthusiasm without taking for granted what is happening in Italy. It's a bittersweet season, a very difficult season. Great result for the Knights Udetto. Great page written by Maurizio for him as a coach. Disappointing Champions League. We will take a few days to make assessments. So again, we repeated what I said earlier. Uh, they also said he also did say that Sari will stay after the game. Uh, Ronaldo will be part of our future. I'm convinced by that um, because he's a pillar of this team. Uh, and then he goes on to defend, you know, the management. Nobody from management will leave. Parataji, Cherubini, and Nedved are doing an amazing job. I'm happy. Uh, will we get players suited to Saturday? That's a question for the technical area. They will be certain. They will certainly be Juventus players. Um, the Champions League was a dream, not is must be an objective. I don't know. Must have been a horrible translation there, but um, yeah, so I'm yeah, guessing he's saying he was saying it was an objective for us apparently this season. It was just a nice to have dream to have if you did it just at the, just at the beginning of the year it always is and then we come out and say no it was never an objective we just bullshit. we hoped we hoped bullshit. it was but everyone knows it's an obsession don't don't bullshit your own fans man it's an obsession oh, but what kills me is like even when allegri was here they would clearly come out and say this is the object the objective now is europe and it's like why fuck out why come out and fucking say that when you're not gonna you buy it to that dream. European football, the ultimate glory is Champions League. Forget about all the rest. Yeah. Ultimate glory, Champions League. End of. So, and then they, he continues, so the balance is made with the staff and coach. A, a season is made up of several goals. We have to consider how to get back to playing with enthusiasm. I often hear that we have one of the oldest squads. For example, this is an element. Um, just some comments from Nedved. Before the game, he also said that they would judge players and coaches for what happened during the season, not during one game. Then we get into your favorite player, Bonucci. Uh, it was a special season after everything that happened, coronavirus. We managed to win the Scudetto, and that was the main goal this season. will teach us Piece a lot. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Honestly, when I read that, I thought to myself, you know what? Shut your goddamn mouth. Honestly. Uh, what else did he say? He said, tonight we showed that we have good... We have... What? We were good passing. We pushed for 90 minutes. They had one shot on goal, and it was a goal. With yeah. the Scudetto, we have hit our goal. But this season, I guess it was maybe a, a taken more from the actual translation, but pretty much the same thing. Um, Pjanic, he actually had a lot to say. Yeah, um, yeah, but he said a lot of stuff about the club, the fans. It was his goodbye speech, wasn't it? So it was like... Yeah, and he got pretty emotional. Speech. He got pretty emotional on TV. Um you know, he said it was a big, big disappointment for us. We had everything in hand. We missed. Obviously, if you guys haven't heard this, I'd like to read it out. Um, we failed, and that is difficult to accept. This club can aspire to do much more. The past years have shown it. The last few months have gone, have not gone as I thought. The way Napoli played, the type of different football, I think it takes time. But this squad can win everything. Bonucci said that the Scudetto is the main target, but this team needs to aim higher. Leon is a team that we have to beat. I have to thank the Juve world. It's not easy to leave this club. We were all fine. The family, me, this city. Uh, I learned a lot at this great club, and it's not easy. I'm sorry for what happened today. I tried to give my all in these years. I'm sorry I wasn't able to greet the fans. I'll definitely uh, follow this team, this club forever. I uh, also mentioned his son. In a few years, I'll come back here with my son to support this team because it really 
has remained in my heart. Uh, so just some nice things to say. And I hope we meet again. As I said, my son is a huge Juventus fan and also very attached to the fans. And I hope to see you soon. So uh, it's kind of bittersweet for him to go out on this note. I think we all expected him to be a little bit better for us. But um, yeah. it was nice to see the things he said. I mean, even though on a sour note of, of, of losing, um, Delict was saying that he felt sick. Juventus are superior to Lyon. At least that's what I think, and we deserved it. We have a strong team. And this is not what we wanted. Now now I'll focus on getting fit as soon as possible. I'll get surgery, and it'll take some time to fully recover. Exactly. I mean, This is the kind of of stuff you need to hear from a press conference. I made me sick, disgusted, disappointed. This is stuff that you know it resonates. Because this resonates with the fans, you know? I'm not saying you have to self-deprecate and self-harm yourself and say, oh, we this shit, we that bad. Bonucci, look at the contrast. Yeah. The guy is 20. Bonucci is in his early 30s. Bonucci's got a lot more experience, and yet he talks like he's a 14-year-old kid playing FIFA. And Delict exactly. is like a seasoned, you know, he's a seasoned Coleman, Ronald Coleman. Seasoned. He's only 20, for Christ's sake. I hope, listen, between us, I hope we generally keep this guy for a long time. I hope we keep yeah. him for a long time. We'll sell him eventually because he would want to have a new adventure, new chapter. It's understandable. But I hope we keep him for a long time because he's our future captain, I think. He's I I I I'm huge Delic fan. Huge Delic fan. Yeah, me as well. I think he's proven everyone wrong that kind of has gone against him and Everyone's and really saying, has shown yeah. such maturity even after all the handball the, those handballs exactly. and kind of the the the, the kind of you know, a little bit tricky period that we had at the beginning of the season. Uh he's not really he didn't really go into a shell and kind of say woe is me and he just kind of came out and showed the class that he has and uh yeah. it's great to see man it's really great to see hence why it's uh, my mvp yeah exactly um obviously again like you said with pierlo um lackey he's he said after the loss against ajax that uh, we lack quality in the midfield um they brought cristiano and they didn't know how to get him the ball um he also has been quoted as saying that he thinks we need isco uh, they're on another level, but you have to win the Champions League. I mean, yeah, I mean the midfield's been a big, big problem. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty simple. Uh, Del Piero after the game. Um, I haven't seen a Juve that was superior, superior to Lyon physically or in terms of playing style. Uh, the main in, objective in, in view of the investments made was the Champions League. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. And then he talked about the Pirlo sign. I would not have bet one euro on the arrival of Pirlo. I wish him the best. He was an ex- he has extraordinary intelligence. Um, interesting statement that was put out by the club, though. Today's choice is based on the belief that Pirlo has what it takes to lead from his debut on the bench, an expert and talented squad to pursue new successes. <laughs> so it's like, I, again, it, it's like it's leading into this thing, uh, Albert. It's leading into this. Well, look, Dan, I, I, he's got to take he's got to take this this squad to. To the success, and that's do you know, it. Do you know he's going to be very busy the next the next few weeks? He's not going on holiday. Is Paratici? Tichi, he needs to get his ass in gear and start selling those players, Matuidi, whatever, Kadira. These players, we need to start seeing on our Twitter feed tomorrow morning. You know, Kadira linked to back to Germany, oh. Matuidi fucking off to France or America, wherever he's going. Right? We need to start seeing this because. And then multiples was coming out, and we start seeing these players getting shipped out. And if we start liberating our wage bill, and even if we get nominal fees for these guys, like five years, six years, I don't give a shit. But we're living the wages off, 
and then we buy yeah. and we get three quality players, not world-class quality players. They listen, there is hope. But yeah. if we, I, and I'm telling you now, I'm going to say it right now. If we're going to have the same squad today, we're going to start on the 19th of with the same squad, apart from Kuliszewski and Artur, with Pilo. I'm telling you now, Tifosi, strap in your bollocks. Zero trophies, zero expectation, fuck or win. And I don't want to hear anyone saying, oh, but Pilo this, Pilo time, Pilo this, Pilo that, unlucky, tired, too many games. Please. No. I agree. If it's the I same agree. team, if it's the same team, if we can see a complete shift and you can see some key players coming in, Bobby, Bobby, we'll see. Reserve judgment. Yep. Um, obviously, the 4-3-3 three, three has been talked about. He uh, said he's, he likes great, great ball possession, but it depends on the players. Um, Momblano with some comments. Apparently, they tried for Zidane. I think that would have been too difficult, even if they did. I don't think he's moving out of that situation. Um, and apparently he said no to all the names proposed by Piratici. So, like you said, he was the one that, that chose Pirlo. Um, and apparently there was a clause in Sarri's contract to, for $5.5 yep. million. But then I've also read that we owe about like 20 uh, or we lost about 20 in Champions League, but I also we lost about 20 from Saturday's contract. So I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to see uh, what the verdict is, but there, I mean, what's a, true or not? There was a picture of uh, the Man City Real Madrid where you got Pep sitting on an icebox and uh, Zidane standing there. And I can imagine the conversation. Did you get the call from Manieli this yeah. morning? Yes. What do you reckon? <laughs> you going to go first or shall I go first? No, no, no. I'm sticking to Madrid. I'll probably stick to Man City. Thanks very much. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay where we are for now. It's a shit goal. It's a shit storm at the moment, Juventus. I'll come back later. Exactly. That's, that's how the conversation went. So, next season, we're going to have Andrea Pirlo on the bench. Four three three is probably going to be the formation. You know, again, zero expectations, zero trophies. Um, who do you need? Who do you want to bring in? Let's just get it up. Pull the back. Who do, who do we need? To, <coughs> I know you said we need a number nine and we need uh, the fullback's depth, but who, who do you like to see? We've talked about who we need to get rid of. And we've talked about Sadi getting sacked. Um, but who needs to come in? Yes, yeah, yes, he has one for the books. The Milan Christmas tree comes back. Can you imagine? The Milan <laughs> Christmas tree comes back. And we win Champions League with the Christmas tree. Anyway, back to reality. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 I know, I know, I'm not quite about it. I'm quite a strong advocate about it. Uh, uh, Icardi, for me. Okay. Uh, he's a proven goal scorer. I don't want Milik. I don't give a shit what people talk about Milik. He's, he's, he's good with his left foot, but listen, he's more in the J Medical Stadium than he's in there. We definitely need a number nine. Now, remember, you know, this is, you know, talk about what players want. I'm not going to go like these young ones and do FIFA here, right? Because we need yeah. to be realistic. Realistic. I, I do think Icardi is realistic. I think uh, we can get him. You know, Cavani is a free agent. <laughs> yeah. He's a free agent. If it's a short stop gap, well, we're doing it with Pilo. Why not with him then? Cavani, but listen, uh, it's hard, uh, Daniel. You know, I, you you know, I look at the fullbacks. You know, okay, yeah. you know, you can name the ones that we have, but I'm telling you, know, right backs they're not going to cover anyone. Left back they might keep Pellegrini, but they'll sell him off. You know, so they might get some random left back from I don't know from from Bologna. You know, I I I, I generally don't know, Daniel. I I really I really 
I really listen. Of course, of course, I'd love to have Tonali from Brescia. I'd right. love to have Zaniolo. I'd love to have that running play towards her. I'd love that. And then have Tonali, Bentoku, Zaniolo, and Artur, and a bit of playing with Kuluzeski and Dybala and Ronaldo. Yeah, of course, I'd love that. But it's not happening. So I, yeah. uh, so I, I don't know. But I, honestly, I, I don't know. How about uh, Paratici? Should he it, stay? Should he go? No, well, listen, he's, his time's up. His time's up. He can he can take all the credit he wants for Ronaldo and Delict, but his time's up. He, he he's tied us into so many contracts with these these extensions, which is is far more damning to the club than to the actual good of the club. So his time is up. His cycle needs to go. I don't think he. I don't know. He he he's learned from Morata, but I think his time is up. I think his time. But he's going to be here for another season. But that's it. And then the last thing for the next season should and should Agnelli move to another position? Should we get a new face as president? Uh, you see, we're coming towards an end of a, of a podcast, which is nearly three hours, right? Well, we yeah. talked for half an hour. This, this... <laughs> Just simply. No. Gut feeling. Give me a this gut is... feeling. Yes or no. no? No, 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 no. And I know you're against this, but what he's done for the club in the last 10 years with the hotel, with the stadium, with the amount of things he's done for, for, for the club. Guys, he's delivered nine titles. It's never been done before. Never, oh, no. ever. The, 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 the titles were delivered on the pitch. Yes, but you needed, you needed, you need, listen, you want to talk about uh, Grande, you want to talk about Stevens, you want to talk about Elkin, all these plonkers who did fuck all for the club? Come on, come on, come on. I, I think a lot of the problems are, are his stubbornness, and, and yeah. that's why he, he becomes. You mentioned about that analogy about the rotting of the fish's head starts at the head and goes down towards the bottom. Dan, we'll keep, let's let's talk about this on another. We'll podcast. talk about another podcast because we'll be that, here all that, day. You and I, you you've you've touched on a, on a live wire that both of us are completely on opposite sides on this one. Fair enough. Um, let's go into our last couple questions from James Martino. Um, what current player will improve the most under Pirlo? Ronaldo's free kicks. <laughs> That's a fucking good one. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Um, and I'm from, serious. Hey, there you go. Uh, I, I think for I think for me, who's gonna be? Uh, I think the midfield's gonna, yeah, you know, yeah, of course, obviously, of course. you know, positionally or hopefully in the in the right spots, and know what kind of uh, football we need. I think that's the problem. I think Saturday's words were just not getting through, um, and. You need kind of a, a presence to say, no, no, this is the way we want to play. I think if 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 you got like a, a coach like Zidane wanting to play the exact same way as Saturday does, I guarantee you the team will look a lot better under under Zidane because they have that you know uh, that someone uh, someone to look up to as a team um, and really take his words with meaning. And you look at Saturday, and I, again, I don't think the players took anything he said with meaning, even yeah. though I think a lot of the stuff that he was trying to implement was. Uh, was interesting. Um, I think it could have worked. I just think the players just they weren't having it. Um, watch watch Pilo play Bonucci in the midfield, huh? As a regista. Well, you'll see. You'll see. We'll see. We will see, my friend. It's all to come in, in a month's time. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, from Nilesh, last question before we wrap her up. Uh, not taking into account his reputation, can he bear the pr- the pressure of that job? Uh, or simply he has no experience in Europe coaching, will he be able to grind out results and for a team that is dreaming for UCL since decades? I don't know. Uh, 
like you said, you got zero expectations. But like, in terms of bring, I think this team for the most part should be in 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 the in the running. Um, we have the players, you know. Whether and you're adding a guy like Artur, and you're adding a guy like Kulusevski. If that even state, who knows? Maybe Kulusevski is even is even sold. Wouldn't shock me. Would not Long shock me at all. Yeah, exactly. No, um, I, I think I think the team. If you think about it, right, and that sounds strange because you need a manager, but I think this team is self-managed, and I think they've self-managed this whole fucking season, to be honest yeah. with you. I, I've seen it. It was evident against the Lyon game. It's evident in the other games. Ronaldo pumping g up the players because Xavi wasn't doing that job. I think, I genuinely think, I nearly said to Pilo, listen, you're going to become Mister. All I want you to do is deliver me the Serie A title. Don't worry about Champions League. Don't worry about Copas. Just deliver me the 10th title. That's all I ask of you. The team can self-manage. Just get the right players. Put your arms around them. Galvanize the team and let's win the Serie A. Champions League's a bonus. I, I generally believe that's a bonus next year. But, like I said to my previous point, I've got zero expectation. <laughs> zero. Okay, boss. So let's get this, let's just get this thing wrapped up. Obviously, I want to hear from you. The floor is going to be yours. Give us your best, obviously, being at the stadium. I know you've told me you haven't been to the new stadium. But get it, get get us pumped up for 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 this new season, and I've heard that there's possibility of of some fans going back to the stadium. So give us give us your best moment, you know, at the at the Del Alpi or at the Olimpico, like kind of the emotions around starting the match day, where 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 you stayed, the atmosphere, maybe the game that you went to, and uh, either yeah, being I, you know abroad or or wherever. Yeah, I, I listen. There, there was. I was fortunate enough as younger to go to a lot of the games as a kid, you know, at Dalalpi, you know. I think it's, we talked, we touched upon this, right? It's the falling of love of football, right? The stadium I see today, when I see Maritza from around Turin, the way it describes the stadium as it is now, beautiful stadium, but the atmosphere has gone flat. Yeah. I miss the whole era of, you know, going in the bandanas, you know. Listen, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not in association with any ultras or anything like that, but seeing the bandanas, the drogi, you know, you know the Vikings. Seeing all these guys with these big bandanas and, and the singing and the chanting and the the megaphones and this was, you know, it was special. It was. It felt. It felt like you were part of something. Part of history in a way because it is become history now because you don't see yeah. that. There was a program in England called uh, Football Italia, which was Golazio by Mr. Dave Richardson, who is now facing BT Sport, and. That, that the, the, the pan out when you see the Sampdoria games, you know, the Lantenna Derby or the Madonna, you know, the Madonna Derby, all these stadiums, you know, it was just, it was electrifying. And, you know, and when you see the players that were playing, it wasn't like the football, and I sound like an old man now, but the football now, you talked about Benedeschi touching a player and he looked like he got shot in the face. You know, the old days, guys were going and stud tackles in. Now, they were dangerous, oh, yeah. some of them, fair enough, but they were hard tackles. Get up and roll and play with the game. Yeah. And then you talk about moments. Listen, there, uh, there was many moments. I mean, one of my, my favorite moments was actually not at, at the stadium. It was actually at San Siro when we, we beat Milan. We traced it again, Del Piero goal. I was there. I witnessed that game, that game when we, 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 we you know, wrapped up. The, you know, for me, that was a special, special day. I mean, Del Piero going to the byline, crossing into the Trezeguet, Gate, Trezeguet Gate, nodding the ball into the goal. At San Siro, it was... It was something like a boy in a candy shop. I just, I, I and, and also that same day, my best mate car got stolen. So a brand new Alpha got stolen. So that was one to remember. Not mine, it was his. He was driving. So, but, <laughs> but my point is, you know, I, I, 
I can't, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, there are too many moments. And if you t- speak to any of the guys from the 90s, there are just too many moments. I remember, you know, in, in like the stadium, you know, going to Bologna to watch Pepe Signore playing, you know, scoring yeah. goals, or going to Fiorentina, La Viola, and watch Ibati goal, you know. Gabby Battistri looked like Jesus Christ himself playing football, you know. It was just, you know, Ria Costa for Milan. I, all these players, you know, bring remin- it just brings very... It brings a lot of emotions, but it brings me emotions of the days where I was watching Parma at at the pinnacle of football. Veron, Ortega, Crespo, Chiesa, Buffon, Durham, Carnavalo. I mean, come on. I mean, these are players that we all now know, but they weren't men, you know. It was... And we were fortunate. Now it's just I, I, you know, I'm sad to see it gone sterile. And I'm, I'm looking forward to go to the new stadium. Don't get me wrong. I think some of us are thinking to go as a group from the UK to go watch the game in Torino. But uh, you know what I've seen the feedback right now? It's sterile. It's sterile. It's like it's like having prawn sandwiches and watching the game. You know, it's <laughs> corporate. You know, corporate experience. Well, and we've even talked about lots about you know even the certain sponsors not really catering to any of the the actual fans and, and some incidents that have happened on online. And then you look at the past two seasons and I don't know, I don't know about you, but you know, the last Allegri season was really the yeah. season that I was, I was really bored and really just like, I was so out of it. Yeah, you fought a century in the game. Well, and even, even to the point where, you know, I came back from work, I, fi- I finished watching this game and I was like, I sit and we lose, or we win the game, but we, we're knocked out. And usually, you know, you, you start getting a little bit emotional. And when, you know what? I sat there. I was like, yep, yeah, we would fuck this up. Was just like, laughed a little bit and was like, okay, that's it. No real emotion. Um, I was not, I was like, I expected it. You know, I mean, I had faith. I had faith in the team, but, you know, it was like, I'm not surprised. And, oh, well, I just, you know, that's why when we get into the brand and, you know, the, the corporate and yeah. th- that's what, to me, it, it takes away that emotion that, that you perfectly put, you know, in your, uh, with, with your talk there about, about the past. And I, I think, yeah, you're probably, you're right. We're never going to get back to that moment. This is the new, this is, this is what it is, but um, it's just sad. And that's why I like to bring it up. And that's why I like to hear what you guys have to say and um, yeah. yeah, let me know when you guys are going to go. Fuck, I want to come. Yeah, no, we, we <laughs> definitely, we we are, well, and that's back to the point, hopefully the Juventus Biglietti system is actually with Juventus and not ticket one because if it isn't, you know, then, you know, if this is with them, we can, we can sort it out because we definitely, we, we're definitely keen to go as a group, you know, and uh, and I definitely want to have a visit to one of those stars, the one that starts with Conte star. I want to like to have a little look at that star. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's no tools allowed into the stadium, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Albert, I appreciate you coming on. I know we had a lot to cover. I know it's been a long podcast. Yeah, I, good I, luck at editing this one. Oh, this will be this will be peanuts for me. But because um, you've been so great and you've you, you've had there's there's been no stops and and a lot to say and thankfully we've made this work. Um, yeah. I can't believe I fucked it up the first time, but we no got worries. it. We, we got it settled. Recording. We got it settled. It's still recorded, yes. guys. Um, and again, please follow my Juventus for life underscore. Um, he's got a, a lot of takes, and even before the games, after the games, he's posting stats. He's posting 
um, you know, different narratives about the story, uh, check them out. And obviously on La Panquina, he's going to be on there for for years to come until they drag him out of there. Uh, until he loses until, until he loses his voice and he can't scream anymore and he can't say I've anything. Lost a, I've lost a ball sack or some sort. You know? There you go, there you go. So as long as long as he's got his balls left, we're all good. We're gonna <laughs> see him on La Banquita. But uh, again, Obero, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, uh, guys, thanks for having me. As usual, at Juventinita DAL, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcast, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Check it out. And uh, we're going to have a couple just guests talking about the end of the season, I think, coming up in the in the next weeks. This is going to be the end of it for here. And then we're going to get into the next season. We're going to do some season previews and, and talk about the next season, see what happens with the transfers in a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, guys, stay tuned. And as always, Fino alla fine. Forza Juventus. Uh, Ciao, guys. Thank you.